This is so weird though, because I'm I'm looking at you, but you've looked at the screen. I'm looking weirdly, aren't I? Ah, whatever. Look, when do we not look weird? This is the first time. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, hey, we are recording. Are you able to? Uh, I can't get out of. You need to get that can and those glasses. Hey, hey, uh, what are you? What are you drinking over there, Chris? Uh, I'm drinking a break shot from uh, Torch and Crown Brewing in um, New York City. Uh, they nice. uh, it's a IPA, six point nine percent. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, uh the uh i I actually hadn't read the description on the can until just now it's our head brewer joe (laughs) (laughs) oh no 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 no. that's the thing it's not a description of the beer at all that's that's the best i love like i love this like torture crowd occasionally puts a description of their beer on their can but sometimes it's just shit like this our head brewer Joe loves beer. He loves shooting some stick too. His sense of direction in the city relies primarily on loca- the location of bars with pool tables. If you see him out there, feel free to say hi and then take all his money. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good copy. Cool. Pretty good copy. I like that. Credit, yeah, to, that's, the, that's credit cool. to the uh, marketing director of Torch and Crown who probably came up with that. And I know him personally. So. <laughs> Hey, you're going to fuck around with the camera the whole time. Well, well, well no, no for no for the show. <laughs> these 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 cables that are like, you know, wound, wound you know, yeah. they're very uh, what would you call it? Um, wound tightly. <laughs> well, I tell you, what, he's here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> no, they're you know, it's look. Well, if you brought me beer earlier, I'd be a much better mood, bro. I didn't know what I was walking into. <laughs> I looked up. So there's there's there's. You see the glass behind Nigel, right? So I'm, yes, on, yes, I'm yep. on the far side of the room for that. I look up and he's just standing there with the wide eyes like, what the fuck are you doing? Because I was, I was yelling at people. <laughs> and the door was cracked open and I walked and he was yelling. To be, to be fair, I was, I was letting people in this meeting feel my wrath. <laughs> did you kind of did you kind of nigel did you kind of do the like uh homer simpson like back into the bush kind of thing after yeah. <laughs> he wasn't quite there but yeah. i think i think i think it would like it could have happened i was like i probably shouldn't go in there right now <laughs> anyway uh we're drinking uh what are we drinking uh this is crowns and hops eight trill pills it that, is nice. fantastic yeah i just found out they could ship to missouri so i immediately bought oh, a case sweet. of beer yeah, so um, shout out to uh, uh, the folks at uh, um, Crowns and Hops. Anyway, um, that is one of my favorite stories to tell. Like, here's a brewery; they don't have actual space. No, not yet. They're an incredible brand. Yes, they don't have a space, but you can get them at SoFi Stadium. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Well, you know what? And the thing is, like, that's that happens. That happened a lot in New York. I mean, it still happens in New York now. Um, there are a lot of brands that started as either contract brewers or tenant brewers here and grew into their own space. And, you know, I mean, there's at least a dozen breweries in New York, in the New York city area that started that way. And, you know, the reason they were able to do that and it's the same with, with those guys out in LA is that, you know, they, they, contracted on a system that's large enough for them to have that kind of scale. And if they're yeah. doing, you know, just a couple beers and doing them really well, then they can get them out there and get wide distribution. And 
yeah, you know, it'll ultimately it's going to help them down the road because it's also marketing for whatever future brick and mortar you know they have. So like we, yep. I mean, yeah, the, the brand is already strong by the time they have brick and mortar. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that that yeah. was Brooklyn Brewery started that way. You know, our yeah, yeah. The oldest brewery in New York City right now it started yep. just like that. Bronx Brewery yeah, started that way. Oh, the yeah, Godfather. Of course. Yeah. I guess, Godfather. I guess we've already started the show. <laughs> should I should I do the thing? Uh, yeah, what well, if yeah, let's do the thing. <laughs> you want me to do the thing? Yeah, do the standby, Chris. All right, we'll be back in 36 seconds. <laughs> Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D Y E R O I L. Hey, welcome com. to Beers with Nigel. I'm Nigel. That's, I'm that other guy. That's Nick over there. So it's a show about beer and other stuff. Other uh, things. And obviously, we've already started. If you're listening, we what, what do you call that? A super tease? Somebody was talking about I like the use like, of the word super and tease. Cold open, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is also a cold open. It's, you know. Ah, I see what yeah. you did there. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Chris O'Leary, a.k.a. Brew York. What's up, dude? How are you? We're lovely. Uh, it's, 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 good good to, it's good to finally be Look, I'm yeah, here. Was, strong. Yeah, that was, yeah, he doesn't normally burp very often. <laughs> and Nigel usually hates my burps. That was pretty strong, but then again, you just came from a, from a what kind of meeting was it? Uh, it? I serve on a board of directors for a local social service. You look like nobody's board of directors of anything. I was coming hot. Crazy phrasing. Fra- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's talk about beer. Yeah, well, well and other things, and and well, we will, Chris, bro. So first time I met you, uh, shout out to uh, Cody Holyoke. Uh, Esteemed reporter at KNBC Channel Nine <laughs> in Kansas City. Uh, but, <laughs> Those know. TV guys are okay. Yeah, but that's not your claim to fame. Let's let's not let's confuse the, the <laughs> folks with you knowing Cody. Okay? You you have the most prolific beer travel itinerary history of anybody, and I know a lot of people in beer. You are a what would you call? The, I, I, don't, I don't know what what would you call yourself. How would you describe? <sighs> Chris O'Leary, the the beer guy, um, beer tourist extraordinaire. <laughs> so I, I like. I, I'm like. I mean, like. I, I've never actually really pinned myself down in terms it. of a description, but How you know, you brand yourself, I, sir. Well, Brew York, I guess, but, <laughs> but like, I, I go to a lot of breweries. I mean, that's. that's I, I mean, it's it. You know, it's it's really been a, a labor of love. It started with just you know, I would go on a trip and be like, Oh, let me visit a couple of breweries while I'm here. And then some trips turned into, let me just visit breweries while I'm here. And uh, especially <laughs> in, in cities like, uh, not long when I was going to places like Portland and San Diego and Denver yeah. and yeah, places where you could go to breweries for a week straight and still not even scratch the surface. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you, you, you caught me. In fact, you know, I I I almost want to to look this up to be like, when did I can actually pinpoint exactly what brewery number I met you for the first time at? Yeah, I can tell you the brewery. 
I, I bet you can. I'm looking it up well, right now. Was, just was to, you were there. It was, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> I, was hope, I was hoping you were there because, you know, the brewery I met you. I was hoping none of you would say, well, I was actually there. It was Windshift. <laughs> it was Windshift. It was. And it was. It was yeah. Shout out to yeah, that, that place was really cool. And, like, just such a cool, like, uh, just like a cool space, you know, like, like we drove yeah. up to it and I'm like, Cody, where are you taking me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's fair. Like, oh, this is, this is, this is a car repair <laughs> shop. <laughs> yeah. um, that was brewery number 2,476. Uh, wow. And that, and that was, <laughs> and that was what a year, a year and yeah. four months ago, probably it was, yeah. it was, uh, oh, no, you know what? It was, it was fall actually last year. Was yeah, it? it was it was it was about 13 months ago and now i am on brewery number 2859 uh, yeah so i've done a yeah. little short of uh, i've done about 365 breweries in the last 365 days because <laughs> uh, at, at what at what point did you decide to say i'm gonna start counting yeah um i was so so actually i, I can pinpoint the exact moment it was when i was it was i was it was November of, I think, 2011. I was sitting at a brewery in Rhode Island where I grew up and I was home over Thanksgiving. And I had been to Portland earlier in that month and um, to San Francisco like week after that. And then went to uh, Rhode Island at the end of the month. And I was like, you know what? I think I've been to like 30 breweries in 30 days. And I went and did the math on it. And I'm like... <laughs> Awesome. I've been to 29 breweries in 30 days. I'm like, I have to go to one more. So I found yeah. another brewery in Rhode Island that I had never been to. And yeah. uh, that was when I like, at that point, I just started keeping count, created a spreadsheet for it and yeah. uh, a map. So, you know, I'll, I, I share the map. It's just a Google map, but it uh, just plots out all the breweries I've been to. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was, it was only, I mean, that was, you know, over 10 years ago. And it was only about two years ago during the pandemic that I decided, you know what, I should probably write about all these other breweries I've been to and not just write about the ones in New York, which is something I've been doing for almost 15 years now, writing about the New York beer scene. So um, yeah, that was kind of how it all started. And, um, and, 2,800 plus breweries later, uh, still going strong. <laughs> so, so let's, let's go back. Cause we always have to ask this question on this podcast about, you know, everybody has that, that, that moment where they were drinking crap or whatever. And then, then there was something that turned them on to craft beer. They were drinking macro. <laughs> Is that wow? Macro. <laughs> you got to say it like that. Macro. Macro. So what, what were you drinking previously and what, what was, do you remember the beer that was like, Oh my God, this is different than stuff that I've been drinking before. Do you remember that? You probably do. You got yeah. spreadsheets. Oh, <laughs> I don't have a spreadsheet for my gateway beer, but I can, I can, you know, if there was, I would say it's, it's hard to pinpoint one, but I would say there's a Mount Rushmore of gateway beers for me. Sure. Um, and that is uh Brooklyn lager. Okay. Um, uh, Embarrassingly, Sea Dog Blueberry Wheat. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. old school. <laughs> that's wow. Throwback, yeah. Uh, Magic Hat Number Nine. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. 
And the fourth one is uh, is Ithaca Nut Brown because uh, I, I went to college in Ithaca, New York, and Nut Brown was uh, one of my gateway beers. That was that was uh, at the uh, college bar. Uh, you know, a, a mug of you know Labatt was like three twenty five, <laughs> and a mug of Ithaca Nut Brown was three fifty. So I was like, oh. yeah, let me spring the extra quarter, yeah, and, and get something that actually tastes like something. And of yeah. course, on three for one nights, that meant I got three nut browns for the pizza you, one. You didn't have the seventy-five cent uh, fish bowls of PBR. <laughs> fish God, bowls I, of PBR. No. 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 Was, in college, yeah, we had a we had a bar that had the, uh, seventy-five cent fish bowls of PBR. <laughs> so I, yeah. I lived in Burlington, Vermont, for a while, and uh, there was a there was a bar there that uh, served. Uh, $5 pitchers of Labatt Blue on Friday nights from 5 to 8. And they also had free wings. The thing was, the pitchers were, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it it was otherworldly. I would make them pay for that decision. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, So the thing was, in Vermont, the law was you couldn't serve more than one drink to one person. So you couldn't legally sell a pitcher to someone. With glasses. So they just handed out 48 ounce pitchers of beer that you held in your hand and drank, drank out of. Yeah. You know, there's a place in Kansas City that does that actually. It's kind of epic. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't know about this place. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. If you're, you know, if you want a pitcher of beer, I mean, no, no, you don't. And it's not, it's not, not like they're doing good beer. No, 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 no. Like, right, right, it's just yeah. a pitcher of Labatt. And free wings, though. Like it's a free wings guy. Like at, at, at yeah. twenty years old, right? You know what I mean. At nineteen, yep. twenty, yep. you're in college. You're gonna give me a pitcher of beer for five bucks and a plate of free wings. Yeah, I'm eating there every chance that I can. Yeah. Did I mention they were of- unlimited free wings? <laughs> they just Holy bring crap. them out yeah. in like baskets. They just bring them out. Yeah. <laughs> like I would have taken it personally. Like it would have been my duty. To make them regret that decision. You said duty. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of beer, I know we're just a few minutes into the show, but I'm out of beer uh, and I'm in a landlocked, landlocked position. So, Chris, we have what we call mystery beers. <laughs> mystery okay. beers. You're not going to play the, the thing? I don't know if it'll transfer. Let's see if it'll do it. Let's just, see if it'll do it. Let's, let's, let's give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, man. Why would Wait, it, we'll just keep babbling. God, for I got a terrible a producer. I know. He's a piece of <laughs> shit, but let's try to see. Could you hear that, Chris? I could, yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, shout out to Brie, Brie Burroughs, head brewer, part owner at Big Rip. Um, she came on the show and kept doing that, and we now it's a drop. So, anyway, <laughs> so here's the mystery beer bag. As you might imagine, okay. it came from a golf course, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an unnamed golf course, but it's a mystery beer bag. And so, when we started this almost three years ago, Holy shit. Yeah, it'll be three years in like three months, bro. Damn it. Yeah. So when we started this, Nick was more of a whiskey guy. And so I, we would show up on, on the podcast and I would just, he would pull beers out. We used to, I, we need to get back to that. We used to do a brown paper bag to keep it classy, but I haven't had a brown paper well, then, Nigel hasn't been classy for a while. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll uh, drinking on the New York City subway style. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, or the stoop, whatever. So, uh, Nick, you want to come get a mystery beer? All right, I'm going to have to. You're landlocked. I'm tethered. <laughs> That's very phrasing. Is that, is that a beer name? Land, landlocked and tethered. Landlocked and tethered. Next collab? That's what we're using. Okay, there you go. All well, right. just come over and get that. So, so Chris, um, r- uh, riddle me this. Mm-hmm. When did the, the 
you say you've been doing Brighton about New York City beer for like 15 years? Almost 15 years. It'll be 15 years next year. Started in 2008. So, you I'm, I'm curious. 15 years ago here in Kansas City, there was mm-hmm. nothing. There was Boulevard. Mm-hmm. That was yep. it. What what was what was the New York beer scene like 15 years ago? And what what inspired you to be like, I'm going to write about this beer scene? So 15 years ago, there were four breweries in New York City. Uh, Brooklyn, Six Point, uh, Chelsea, and um, this place called Greenpoint Beer Works, which was basically the contract facility for um, uh, Heartland Brewing Company, which was a chain of brew pubs here in New York City. Um, the reason I started writing about beer had nothing to do with the breweries at the time. It had to do with the beer, the beer bar scene here because New York city was better known as a great destination for drinking beer. Um, but not a great destination for where beer is brewed. Uh, and so that's how we ended up. That's how I ended up writing about it. I wanted to find out where like great events were happening. Um, I wanted to write about, um, you know, new beer bars that were opening. I wanted to write about uh, new breweries that were launching uh, in New York City, launching distribution in New York City. Um, so that was what inspired me to write about beer here. Um, you know, and it wasn't until, you know, 2012 that we got our first new brewery, uh, 2011, sorry, um, that we got our first new brewery in New York City since I started writing, and that was Rockaway. Then came single cut quickly after that. And then it was off to the races. Um, you know, now we have more than 50 breweries in New York City. So he's not on the podcast anymore. <laughs> My camera went bye bye. <laughs> no, he's back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I thought you I thought he left. I don't know. <laughs> so what do we got over there, Nick? Look, I'm a little excited about this. Yeah. Uh, raspberry cheesecake and chill. Yeah. Um, raspberry cheesecake inspired milkshake triple IPA from Turning Point Beer. Turning Point Beer from Texas. Wow. Bedford, Texas. Um, well, you didn't even need me. Well, you don't uh, need me anymore, Nigel. Uh, no, only reason I, I, that's one of my favorite uh, breweries in Dallas is Turning Point. They just they just do. At the last time I went there, they had they had, I think they have oh I don't know thirty four taps. And like twenty seven are all IPAs. <laughs> Naturally, I feel like that's somewhere. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> so, so we, so we play a game on this on this show. Um, it's a triple IPA. I don't I don't remember what the ABV is. We like to guess the ABV. That's lovely. You heard the description. What would you, what would your guess be on the ABV there, Chris? If, if you know, if you could if you could smell it and taste it. I'm I'm guess I'm guessing in the in the ten percent range. Uh, what would you say? <laughs> he just broke out the flashlight. Oh, I, I totally did. <laughs> one of these days, we're gonna have some some gears with Nigel branded readers for the show. <laughs> I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> it didn't help. <laughs> you know, you know. To to your point, that you know, some 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 of these breweries, I'm like, okay, I love your artwork, but good lord, can, can we? The 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 fonts can't be that small. No, the, and, and the, this is pink on purple. Yeah. <laughs> fair. How you fair. doing? How's your mama doing? How you doing? <laughs> uh, look, I looked, so I can't guess. Nigel? 10-2. Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. 10-2? It's a 10-2? Yeah. If you were here in studio, whoever, whoever wins. You get to finish the can. You get to finish the can. 
Oh God, so, I'm, I'm so I'm grateful I didn't. You know, um, can I tell you something about? <laughs> can I tell you something about Turning Point? I can tell you where I had my first ever Turning Point beer. Really? And where? You'll be shocked. You will be shocked. Okay. I was, British Columbia. I was. Well, you 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 got the first word. You were close on the first word. Uh, okay. I was in Hack wow. I was in Hackney in London uh, because what? there yeah there's a distributor there's an importer uh, in the UK that has started to specialize in importing beer from Texas and that was one of the first uh, breweries they brought in and, that is, and I was like I've never even heard of her awesome I that's the most random thing I've ever heard oh we're gonna import <laughs> beer from Texas yeah how crazy is that. <laughs> Like one of the like when I met one of the guys and he was like, What other breweries do you like from Texas? And I'm like, oh, I've got a few and I've rattled off a few, but uh yeah. but yeah, he was uh he was really excited about turning point and I I, I had like a bock or something. Um yeah. he was only bringing in their their loggers because you know that he was worried about the IPAs, you know, sitting in port or you know, whatever yeah, as yeah, they yeah. ship them over. Yeah. So um now but, we have learned. Yeah. You can ship IPAs across the pond. Shout, shout out to uh, <laughs> to uh, Rock Leopard Brewing, Stacy. Oh, oh yeah. boy, Stacy. Yeah, he. Uh, so when he came on the show during the pandemic, um, he's like, he's, he had a rule. He was like, <laughs> "Mate, I want to come on the show, but I'm going to send you some beer." <laughs> so he shipped, <laughs> he shipped IPAs it took like six weeks. They were still cold. They were still cold. And, They're and still the, cold. The, yeah, fun fact with Stacey. Like, I mean, that, look, I'm pretty sure that he used an entire roll of packing tape. Oh, it was a, it was the most it beautiful packing job ever, <laughs> Chris. It was beautiful. But the, the the fun thing was, you know, over the last couple of years we've been talking to him. You know, and he came his first time in the United States. He comes to Barrel and Flow Fest in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and we're we roll up to the hotel where everybody's staying, and he's right there. And he's outside. I'm like, there's Stacy, and then we never <laughs> met him in person, but it was cool to hang out and you know. You know, you get, you, I mean, you're a beer guy. The beer community can be so fucking um, unique. And random, like, but awesome. Random. Yeah. That's a beer name. Random, but awesome. <laughs> so well, what, I mean, what, I mean was, it's even, it's even random in the fact that like, I happened to walk into a brewery in, in you know, in Missouri and just run into yeah. you twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. He came, he came to the, he came to the Pine Tree Plaza. Mm-hmm. Grayson oh, yeah, yep, yeah, he sure did. Yeah, <laughs> on this side. Like, well, <laughs> it's, it was, in fact, that was right it, before it was, you went to Barrel and Flow. So that was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So was, for that trip, yeah, yeah. It was it was meant to be, Chris. That was that was a fun road trip. <laughs> it was meant to be. Meant to be. Yeah. Do I need to play a love song? It I looked, wish I had one looked, on cue. It looked fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's bro. You should totally come. It's such it's such a unique beer fest. Um, it's it's the most multicultural one I've ever been to. But it's just, it's just, it's a family reunion yes, around beer with a, with a vibe. Yeah. Shout out to Ed and Dave from uh, the drinking partners. Um, so what, what was it about beer that, that got you to like want to start writing about beer? Is, so, are you a writer? Is that your day job? Are you a writer? What, what's this? What's oh, your, no. what's your background? No, actually. So, so I, I work in, I work in marketing and advertising as my day job, but um, I, uh, in college, I, I did a lot in uh, journalism. I was a broadcast journalist in college. Uh, Same. 
I, I'm I, sorry. I hate, sorry. I, I hate, yeah, I, I hate even saying no. this because no, I, I swear I'm not tooting my own horn. He's a newspaper guy. Okay, fair. I mean, like, I'm where the right, where the righteous go. <laughs> really <laughs> i was i i hate even saying this but uh in a previous life i was very briefly a award-winning broadcast journalist <laughs> no that's shit. why i know cody holyoke um because we were we were uh you know we attended the same college and um it, we had a tv station that we we both worked for and, and reported what did you do um you're a reporter i, I yeah, I was a reporter and uh I uh I the, the funny thing is the story the story that won me the award was um <laughs> literally just a story about a snowstorm. You know, it's one of those stupid things where you just like, you know, the news director sends you out and they're just like, go out and cover the uh the snowstorm. And I'm like, all right, what the hell am I gonna do here? And I end up making a yeah. story about it, you know, sled down sled down a hill with kids at the end of the story and that, that yeah, that's an award the, winner. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> those are always um, the ones where you just gotta <laughs> make some shit up. Because we yep. got, you know, like I got a news hole to fill. So so Chris, um, same and same, former mm-hmm. reporter, former sports mm-hmm. anchor, former photog, are you really former a, editor. I call you a former there you go. I don't know what you Look, are. my first my first news story, and I still have the tape. It was the, the quarter front, inch tape. What, what's your point? <laughs> You're old. <laughs> You know what? It was still a story, and it it was on on the telly. Okay, we, we had moved was, on to some other type of I can't remember the tape right. Mini DV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my first story was it was uh, I was a one man band in Tyler, Texas, and the first story I ever did was the first time the lottery came to Texas, and oh. I went to this gas station and talked to random folks, and I li- that was nineteen ninety two. And I have I have that reel, and I watched that story, and the people I found at that little country gas station down south of Jacksonville, Texas, boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that's the stuff that, that like memes are made of. Yeah, oh, absolutely. The the Texas lottery, baby. <laughs> that's awesome. But it's, that's funny. You know, sometimes we run into people on this podcast. They're like, oh, it has to be this, that, and the other. Have we ever come across a former reporter? I don't think I, so. We've had some former journalists. You know, we had Pete Doolin. He's a writer. Well, writers don't count. We're TV guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not reporters. You're just well, TV and, hacks. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and, and Nigel, you'll, you'll appreciate this. So the reason I ended up going into marketing and advertising was because um, – I had I had a few friends who were a year ahead of me in school and they went out and got jobs in small markets as as one yeah. does fresh out of school. Yeah. Um yeah. two of them landed in the same market and that was Laredo, Texas. Uh where <laughs> they were making in we're talking 2003, they were making yeah. um basically poverty wages. Um, oh yeah. And and I was like I, I can't do that. I've got student loans to, to pay it? off. So I was, oh, I was like, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, my first instead, gig was I in moved San- to New York City. Yeah, my first gig was San Angelo, Texas. Market like 197. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was in Baxter Springs, Kansas. I don't, in, in newspaper terms, I don't know what those markets were. Baxter Springs, where is, that, where is that? I was Southeast Kansas. Okay. Kind of, what, 30 minutes? 
from Joplin, Missouri? Well, at least you were close to a metropolis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> San, San Angelo. Actually, you know what? I think than it I is think I know where that is. I think I know where that is only because uh, I had a it friend who uh, ran at a radio station. Uh, he ran a radio station in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, Pittsburgh. Yes, so not. we were not far yeah. from there. 20 minutes from Pittsburgh. Go my first my first job, my first story was Friday night football at some small town in, in Southeast Kansas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think my first non-sports story was uh, I wrote about, I wrote a feature story on old men who like to do crosswords in the newspaper. <laughs> Crap, that's that's me now. <laughs> so you decided you you didn't want to go to a small market and you went yeah, to uh so when did when did the beer writing thing come about for you? What 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 spurred that on? So yeah, you know, I had to I felt like I had to scratch that itch of of telling stories again. Um because okay. I was doing a very boring I, you know, I wouldn't say boring because I'm still doing it now. So clearly I enjoy what I do, but it has nothing to do, <laughs> but uh, it, it has clearly has nothing to do with, with beer or writing. And I had a passion for beer at this point. This was, you know, five years into my drinking career. Um, I had been <laughs> to <laughs> drinking for beer. Yeah. That's, that, I've, yeah that's, I'm putting that on my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> You're an experienced drinker of I'm an experienced yes. drinker of 20 years, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, That's great. In fact, it's almost it'll be 20 years next month legally, but um uh, your, your, your career is almost a drinking age. <laughs> legally. Yes, yes yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> um but uh I yeah, I I I felt like I yeah, I needed I needed an outlet for writing again, and it felt like writing about beer was a it was it was a, a nice combination of the two things, and yeah. um, and yeah, I mean it, it was funny because you know we talk about journalism, it's it's let's be honest, it's not journalism. <laughs> I'm I'm passionate about it, right? I, what I do, and I call it beer writing, but it's not beer journalism by any stretch of the imagination. Sure I'll read that to people who. Are, I'll leave that to people like, you know, uh, you know, Brian Roth or, you know, uh, John Hall, you know, people who actually like write for a living. I'm just writing is kind of a side hustle. Um, it's, but, it's awesome. yeah, but, it's yeah, awesome. it's but, still, I still practice whatever it is. It's still journalism. It's still practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. <laughs> so, so do you have a favorite story or a reference? Um, a favorite story about beer? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, you're you're, you're telling stories. Do you have a what well, beer mean, story you well, remember? Well, let's talk about this before you even jump into that. Obviously, mm -hmm. the Brew York um, blog column, whatever you want to call it. How many? How many? How many? How many have you written? I mean, I've been, I, it's it's hard you're to tell because you're I mean, so the, so well, yeah, because because you know, it was it was really it started as a blog that was just kind of you know, I wrote about whatever was relevant at the time that it was relevant. And then um, it only turned into a, a weekly newsletter, which I started uh, just less than two years ago. Uh, so okay. we're coming up like on like the hundredth issue of the, of the weekly newsletter. Um, but I mean, there's probably close to a thousand things that I've written and some of them are, you know, some of them write themselves. It's just like, 
hey, here's yeah. this event and here's the list of beers that are going to be poured at this event. And others are, you know, telling the story of the history of beer in New York City. Um, I've written some pieces on the more distant history of beer in New York City since, um, you know, we had a really huge beer culture here around the turn of the 20th century um, when German immigrants um, had come here really? and opened their own breweries. Yeah. I mean, in mind, I live in, I live in Bushwick in Brooklyn and, you know, at the, at, you know, in the, at its peak in the 1880s, there were probably, you know, 15 breweries within walking distance of where I live. Um, so it's really, it's, it, hey, you know, there's a, there's a long storied history of beer here uh, right up to, 1976 when basically all the breweries that were left in New York city post prohibition closed you know, two within a month of each other. That was back in the Rheingold and Schaefer days. Um, and then we Schaefer. had one of the earliest, <laughs> the, I believe their slogan was the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Uh, <laughs> still one of my favorite beer slogans that, of all time. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, more recent times, uh, one of the first brew pubs in New York, in, in the U.S. opened, or at least on the East Coast, opened in 1984 here in New York City. That was Manhattan Brewing Company, which ultimately would hire Garrett Oliver, who went on to brew for Brooklyn yeah. Brewery. Um, and um, we had a huge boom of brew pubs in the 1990s in New York City, um, actually to bring up Garrett again, he was on a panel that I hosted um, back in May where we just talked about that boom of breweries um, where something like 20 breweries opened in New York City over the span of like three years. And the vast majority of them were not good. <laughs> <laughs> they, it was just like it was just like oh we heard that micro brewing is a thing so let's yeah, open a brewery yeah. here. so these are all things that predate obviously my drinking experience in new york city but it was really really interesting to dive deep into those and get a better understanding of those and tell those stories alongside the stories of you know the breweries that are you know that grew from scratch here in new york and i mean we talk about I think I mentioned, you know, 2012, 2014 was kind of our sweet spot where, you know, we'd have like six, eight, 10 breweries open a year here. And yeah. uh, most of them were by brewers who had previous experience at other breweries in New York City. So it was kind of the family tree branching out. And um, one of the things that I think is is so unique about our scene here and um, something that, that I've written about on more than one occasion is that we're kind of on the world stage because we're New York city. And right. so if you're going to open a brewery in New York city, it better be good. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. not, not just, like it's not going to last long if it's not. And, and also if you're going to get the investment money, you need to open a brewery in New York city, it better be good. You better know what you're doing. Um, yeah. So uh, we have not had many duds here and um that's made the scene easy to write about because I'm writing about a lot more openings and closings and a lot more expansions yeah. and contractions. You're, you're, you're at this point, a historian. I mean, you, <laughs> when's the, when's the book coming out, dude? I mean, cause you can write a book. <laughs> I know nothing about the New York beer scene other than, you know, a few places I've gone when I've gone to New York city or whatever. And mm -hmm. in that, in that two or three minutes as you talked about, I'm like, wow, had no idea. Right. You know, it's almost like Kansas City back in before Prohibition 
was known for a lot of breweries. You know, they were yeah. run by you know you know questionable by, characters but but you know but they were they were run by the breweries but they had all these tap rooms all around kansas city it's an interesting yeah. interesting thing to see you know you know for, you know for you know for the life of me i'm like let's talk about prohibition just for uh four seconds why would you allow alcohol <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well and, and that was that was the thing like new york city new york city was probably the prime example of that in terms of just like a lot of the articles you read um, like pre-prohibition talks about all the massive beer halls and beer gardens that were open here that were tied yeah. to breweries and how they were just like drunk fests all the time. And, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I could see why people would want to do, why would people would want to ban alcohol? But then also you read the articles about, you know, New York city during prohibition. And it's like, it wasn't really banned here. Like it was banned, yeah. but it was like, like, yeah. you know, if you were, if you were connected, you know, the police turned a blind eye to it. It was, it was like, you know, where were they getting beer from? Who knows? But um, <laughs> I think that's how a lot of the bigger cities were, where, yeah, yeah. it was happening, but you could still find it. If you well, were connected, K Kansas city was the same way because, um, you know, during prohibition, like St. Joe, St. Joseph, there was the the sheriff there was like no nah, i'm i'm not doing I'm, that and and people would go to st joe to drink that was that was the whole thing in kansas city back in the day they're like yeah just go to st joe if you want to get some beer <laughs> yeah so you know you can ban whatever you want it's really not a ban it's just it looks cool <laughs> well it was it was kind of like the like the all the articles i read from uh the day that prohibition ended were like it is it is incredible the amount of logistical thinking went into delivering beer to the masses on the first day that the production right. of alcohol was legal. Like, yeah. where did that beer come from? <laughs> <laughs> you had to be ready for right. it to happen, right? Look, yeah, those yeah, trucks yeah. were ready to roll. Oh, yeah. Yep. They absolutely <laughs> were. So. Really? In fact, that, that, that day is coming up. It's... You waited that long? <laughs> no, that, that was a terrible verb. I almost did not. I almost just let it go to the side. But there, there here we are. We got to lean in. That <laughs> wasn't a lean in verb. So so back to the next question. You've been writing mm -hmm. for what? what... Gee, th th thanks for finally getting to my question. Shut the hell up. <laughs> At least I got back to it. <laughs> you know, circle, circling back. Is, are, are there some stories that that you've written about breweries or cities that you're like, oh, that pop into your head? You're like, because I I can people ask me all the time, you know, what's your favorite beer? Dumb question. That's not not a real thing. Uh, but you can ask me. It's uh, one that I had yesterday. Okay, but I, I say it's the yeah. one in my hand right now. That's that's always that's always my answer because it's cold what, what, and in my hands. Yeah. What's fair, what's, what's our guy from Chicago? It's it's the beer in front of me. Yes, yeah, the beer in front of me. But but if somebody asked me what's you know if, about a brewery and especially in a city or even a city, I'll be like, oh, there's there's certain places I'm like, oh yeah, you you got you got to go here. And if you if you're going to the city, you know what what have you written about that some of the things you're like, oh yeah, that that was fucking epic. Um, oh gosh, there's a lot of I mean, there's there, I could I could go in a whole bunch of different directions with that. One one story I like that's that's local here is um there's a there's a guy here uh Rich Castagna who started a brewery in his own garage in Masspeth, Queens, where he literally got a like 
permit to brew out of his garage, which sounds like a stereotype or sounds like a stereotype of a home brewer, but it was, I mean, he created a brewery and started self-distributing beer in Sixtals and went on to expand into an actual production space. That brewery is called Bridge and Tunnel. Um, And his production space is, I, once again, kind of a MacGyvered thing. Like, all, like every every little piece of it is like salvaged from somewhere. Like he has one or maybe two stainless steel tanks now that he actually bought that are actual brewing equipment and not stuff that he built on his own. Um, and he's got a really loyal following in Ridgewood, Queens now. And you know, it's 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 just such a cool story to to. Yeah. You know, see someone like in a city where it is. So, uh, as I said, like people are like seeking out investment to, you know, create this massive brewery to launch from. And he just kind of built his truly from the ground up. I love a story like that. There's a there's a little place on the Lower East Side um, called That Which Ails You. And the guy who started it, he's like uh, he's a, you know, he's a home brewer basically. Um, and the, the, the shtick is cause he's right next to Chinatown. Each beer has an ingredient that he got from a Chinatown market. That's so um, there's some really unique ingredients in the beer and that's a fun story to tell. And again, in, in those cases, it's, you know, if someone says, where's the best beer in town? I'll be honest, those aren't the two places I'm going to send them. But if you want a great story and you want something truly unique, you go to places like that. And that's, that is why that's not the question I ask when I travel and go to a city is who makes the best beer here? Who do you like here? Because, you know, it's stories about the people like, and it's like, who do you like here can mean different things. It's like, who do you want? Do I like the beer? Okay. I'll tell you about the places where I like the beer. Do I like the people? Do the people, well, like you know, the, the atmosphere. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you know, that factors in a lot to, to, you know, stories like that have had an influence on the way that I travel and visit other breweries too. You know, yeah. like the breweries that no one's talking about, you know, going. when I go to a city, like I'm, I'm going to go to this <laughs> right. brewery. Like, so, and, so and, and the thing is, like, Yeah. No, no, funny story. Let me to cut you off. So I went to I went to Fayetteville, Arkansas, um, two Thursdays ago to see go see Trombone Shorty. I'm wearing uh, you know I'm wearing Shorty. a uh, a Northwest Arkansas brewery hat, actually. Oh, you are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ozark Beer Company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I go to Trombone Shorty, and I'm like, okay, what breweries are around? I always go I always go to Black Apple Cider in Springdale. Some of the best ciders you'll ever have in your life. Um, and I'm not a cider guy. Um, the only place I've ever had a cider flight. And the second cider flight. That's how good they are. <laughs> Two flights. Yes, of cider. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of cider. That's a, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so so you know, we're looking for a brewery. And you know, I end up on some some, you know, whatever, just Googling or whatever. And I see, I see, I see this uh this review of this brewery, um, uh Boston Mountain Brewing. And mm-hmm. the review is two stars and and have you? Yeah, for the, yep. the, the, the brewery number two thousand six hundred seventy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Boom. that. I love that. Boom. Boom. <laughs> so you know, I see this review. They're talking about the staff is weird, the place is dreary, and the beer is okay. I'm like, 
But then the response from the brewer was like, yeah, we want our staff to be weird. <laughs> Once a week we have, see who could be weirder, the weirdest person. Sorry, you thought the, 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 the vibe was uh, dreary. They, they, he said, we, we're going for aggressively something weird. It was a good clap back. Oh, no, it was beautiful. I'm like, got to go to the brewery, get there. Really good beer. So I'm, you know, the hell with people. This is like, I never trust a review. Never when it comes trust, to beer. Never refresh, trust refresh my memory. Is this a place that's like in like a shopping comp, like right a in strip the mall kind of thing, but it's like right in the yeah. corner? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yep. I you just know wanted to make sure that I was remembering remind, right. It reminded me of Windshift. Oh, it's just, yeah. You know, yeah. Just, just so like you small. go up and like, there's a brewery here? <laughs> exactly. But the, but the story there is like, those are obviously awesome people. Like to clap back on the review with that. Yeah. And my understanding is the it's the owner brewer that claps back like that. And that was that was one of two reviews. I was like, Yeah, I got I gotta go there. Anyway, I, I digress. This, I jumped off you, where no, we no, were going. Well, you, you know what you know what's funny about that? Like I whenever whenever I hear a story like that, I think of one place. There's a place in uh Vancouver, uh British Columbia called Storm Brewing. They are I think the oldest craft brewery in in Vancouver, at least they've been around since 1994. And, um, it kind of reminds me of bridge and tunnel, which I mentioned earlier in that, like all the like equipment is really like old and like MacGyvered together. And, um, it doesn't look like a, you know, brewing equipment. Um, <laughs> but the sign outside, um, it was like a stainless steel sign that was just like, written on and it said storm brewing uh so sketchy but great beer five stars joseph h on yelp (laughs) 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 and you know what as i walked as i walked in i was like well well that's that's kind of foreboding and i walked out and i'm like yeah that's pretty accurate (laughs) and uh, and hopefully they would make that a beer name so sketchy (laughs) speaking of beer nick's out of beer I'm, I am I'm I am beer. doubly out of beer. So you got to come get a mystery beer because I I'm landlocked. You have to get up. Why are you, I'll, bitch? I, bro, <laughs> I'm sitting. You can get up. So so, Chris. Next time you're in Kansas, City, you got to come. Am and I sit. sitting? Are you sitting right now? Well, you said your excuse was you're sitting, but I'm also landlocked. <laughs> if for me to get out of here, it's going to be a fucking shit show. So next time you're in KC, bro, you got to come. You got to come to the studio. It's 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 basically this building is an old post office. We're in the oh, vault. Cool. Yeah, and, and they turned it into a, a co working space. And unbeknownst to anybody, I don't think anybody did. You realize post offices have vaults? Oh yeah. You Maybe. know why I know that though? Why, why do you know that? I know that because I've been to a brewery in an old post office, and they had what? a vault. And I was like, post offices have Where? vaults. Uh, Where's this brewery? Willimannock, Connecticut. Willimannock Brewing Company. Uh, they are they are in an old post office, and I saw the vault. By the way, not even the only brewery in Connecticut that has a vault. Because last There's week one. I went to Bank and Bridge Brewing in Mystic, Connecticut, which is in an old bank. They also have a vault. Wow. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a there's an old bank in uh, up in St. Joe again. Um, angry Swede, and they've got a vault, but they use it for a bedroom. <laughs> it's okay because his kid sleeps in the closet. Yeah, and they, yeah, yeah. So what we got there, Nick. Well, hold on, I got a pour. Oh, I know it's it's dark. 
Ooh. It's probably it, is it is it it's either BKS or um uh, oh, yeah. Mater. I think it's it might be BKS. I don't know. I know we got one one of each in there. We're uh, this is from BKS. Yes, BKS. Aloha breakfast. Ooh, an imperial stout. Okay. I guess there's coconut in there. Let's see. He might he might need to use a flashlight with coconut coffee <laughs> and aloha, of course. Yeah, coconut yeah. <laughs> coffee and I, that might say maple, but I don't know. I think it is maple. I, oh, haven't, oh, I haven't brought it up to the nose yet. That smells like morning coffee right there. You're going to love this, Nick. <laughs> You're going to love this. Beautiful beer. I don't, of course, I just picked this up like last week. Never looked at the ABV. Don't care. It was a stout. <laughs> that's all I, that's It's all always stout season. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's real, literally stout season here starting this week. Uh, other half has an event on Saturday called stout season. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Nice. That, that is fabulous. It's I it's mean, the release what, of their uh their Snowbird series that they do every year with uh, Jay Wakefield. Yeah. Yep, I saw the I saw the, you know, I do read his column, Nick. Well, <laughs> like, I'm going to sign up for the newsletter. Yeah. yeah. No, I I read it. Um I want, I'm going to I'm going to be a new subscriber. I'm going to I'm going to help bump your numbers. No, cuz I I, I, I love, I love my numbers. And what's his name? Is his name Chris from Jay Wakefield the Brewer? I can't remember. We met it. We met him last year at Barrel and Flow, and he was super cool, super cool. I, so I like secretly love the Miami beer scene. It's, it's like it's undercover, dude. Yeah, it's I mean, it's like I like uh, tripp tripping animals. Well, who's, who's, you say who else? Tripping animals, three sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of great breweries in South Florida. And, um, I, I was at a beer festival in Barcelona last earlier this month, actually. And, uh, tripping animals was pouring and, you know, every, well, I mean, again, it's actually like, it's kind of natural that like Spaniards might gravitate towards South Florida. You know, there's a less of a language barrier there when they travel internationally. Yeah. Um, but, and <laughs> oh yeah, well, that helps too. Not that the weather in Barcelona is that bad either, you know. But they like people uh, lined up for that like better. crazy. <laughs> yeah. So eight eight point two on that, you think? Stout. It's ten point zero. Oh, I was going to say imp it's imperial. imperial. Like. Oh, that's that. You need space don't down. Break, that break, that, that's that's I, weak I, sauce. I, I, I'm saying, yeah, right, that's a weak imperial. If it's eight two, I was like, mm, coffee. <laughs> you know, what I like is it, it, you know, you were talking about the stories and the things that people get to meet and these these different things and former former journalists. Like I love, and I want to know if you're kind of the same here. I love the fact that you get to tell so many stories. Like the beer is just kind of the the doorway in. Yeah. Like the best I've thing about this show that we've done is like we meet awesome people and get to tell their stories and it's kind of about beer. Yeah. And other stuff. I mean, that's, and that's the thing. Like I, my, my newsletter is about beer, but it's not about beers. You know, it, right. like I, 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 like I, I've, I've, I very quickly learned when I started writing about beer that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't need to be, I don't need to be a beer reviewer. 
No one cares yes. about my opinion about beer. Like, and yes. I don't want to know anyone else's opinion of beer. Your opinion exactly. about a beer matters to one person and it's yourself. So I'm not going to write about what I like in a beer. Like I, I used <laughs> to do in my newsletter, I used to do like a beer of the week, but it, even then it wasn't like, this is the greatest beer I've ever had. And here's why I like it. Yeah. It's like, Hey, yeah. here's a really interesting beer. Here's a beer with a backstory to it. Here's, here's a beer. That's a style that no one else is making in New York right now. Those are the, those are the things I write about when I write yeah. about beers. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. the most yeah. part, I'm just writing about beer. You know, it, it, I'm yeah. writing about the, the, the culture. I'm writing about the atmosphere of a place I go. I'm, I'm writing about, you know, trends in beer. What, what styles am I seeing out there? Um, it's, 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 it's not about, you know, again, as I said, like my favorite beer is the the beer that's in my hand right now because it's cold and in my hand, but like, that's really, that's really how I feel. Like it's, it's, it, you know, it's always about discovery and not necessarily yeah. discovery of new things. It's rediscovering old things too. Yeah. I love yeah. this time of year. Cause it's, it's Sierra celebration season. It's yeah. anchor Christmas sale season. Like, you know, these are things I keep coming back to again and again, that are true classics. And yeah. those are exciting as exciting for me to drink as the brand new new England IPA from the brewery down the street. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like if a brewer tells me a good story like, huh. about why he brewed it, yeah, yeah, I'm going to love it even more. Yeah. 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 Like if there's a story behind it, if I, you know, I was playing around with the recipe, blah, 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 whatever, like whatever the story is, if the brewer tells me a story, I'm going to love it even more. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's <laughs> yeah. a brewery here in town, uh, the goat, uh, what the year, year old, and there's this beer they did. And somehow the brewer decided to, he dry hopped the wrong, the wrong beer. <laughs> <laughs> It is a good story. It's a great story. He's like, oops, I, love I just dry hopped the wrong oops, beer. I did it again. And it turned out, you know, it's, it's like a dry hop uh, fucking Pilsner. It was fine. It was good. It's actually really good. But uh, it's even better when you know that, like, I fucked it up. Right. <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> so, so, Chris, let's, let's, let's tackle the elephant in the room. Let's really talk about this, bro. I might have a little bit of uh, uh, Chris O'Leary envy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. So brace yourself. So you you have you have a day job. But I do. you travel a lot. I do. How, hold on, hold on. Did you win the lottery? How the fuck are you doing this? Because that, that that's the formula I need to where I we want to take this show on the road. Maybe we would just start going with him. We're just gonna yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna ride your sky miles will probably get us three all <laughs> I'm I've been reading your column, I'm like do you have do you have room in, in your luggage for us? Like that cat that just got. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Come on, um, dudes, and look. This is this is actually kind of funny. So um, this afternoon, um, I was quoted in an article in the Wall Street Journal about <laughs> a. Yeah, for fun, it's fine. <laughs> like, okay, it's so like, as, as, as a former journalist, is that is saying I was quoted in the Wall Street Journal as good as saying I got a story in the Wall Street Journal? <laughs> If you get quoted, I got a byline. I got a quote. Which is better? <laughs> I mean, normally, like I would, I would like promote <laughs> my beer stuff, but I was like, eh, this isn't, this is not the time or place for it. I was just uh, airing my grievance with my favorite airline, uh, who changed the <laughs> policy. 
and nice. the reporter Let's reached out to me and said, hey, it seems you're pretty angry about this. I saw your post on social media. Looking at your social media? Is that wow. what's going on? Is that news know, gathering right? now? Apparently That's not is, what I, right? Those are the classes I took in college, though. <laughs> so, um, so just, of course, of course, of course you have to comb my space back then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there was no let's, space let's, back in my college days. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm just going to, to quote the opening from this Chris O'Leary, a Brooklyn based media strategist, has tallied around 815,000 miles on this airline during his lifetime. Um, it's really in the last like 15 years. Um, some of, most of that has been work. Well, I would say about half of that's been work travel. Um, I, I was very grateful for a long period of my career to have to travel several times a year to Denver, Portland, <laughs> San Francisco, darn. Seattle. It's like, darn. Oh, darn. <laughs> like, and it's like, Oh, let's, uh, let's have our meetings on a Thursday and I'm just going to fly home on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's really what kind of, you know, exacerbated the whole like oh let's go to i mean it's, it's the reason why <laughs> it's, it's, it's why i've almost been to as many breweries in california as i have in new york i've been to over 200 breweries in colorado because you know yeah. i'll just go there and stick around for a weekend and you know you spit and you'll hit a new brewery there um yeah. so i kind of used my work travel to my advantage um you know and also i earned miles that i could use you know to to travel other places um like i'm <laughs> um i uh I, i'll say this and i think that anyone i mean even by new york city standards i live fairly humbly i think i nigel i think i mentioned my like first major purchase in like several years like yeah. my first like like i don't own a car because i live in new york city so like that's you one expense that, yeah. i um you know i i i yeah i i bought it i bought a peloton and that's like my first major like purchase in several years and it's like like Riding i live nowhere. pretty humbly i my 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 tv in my living room is is like 15 years old you know like i i am someone who doesn't i value experiences more than material yeah. things yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. how I've lived my life. Like I, 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 like I don't live lavishly at home and I save that money to travel. And, you know, it's, it's Your really, yeah. Yeah. Your I mean, like, I'm, the, yeah. the places, the places you go, I'm like, what the fuck? I want to go. But <laughs> well, like, but like, here's the thing. I also go to places that no one would think to go to for beer. And Fair. when, and when I go to those places and tell them I'm there for the beer, they are, I would say 50% of the time they are really happy about it. And 50% yeah. <laughs> of the time they're really confused about it. Like Northwest Arkansas like was said, one of those. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the experience. I mean, last yeah. week, no. Last week you were in you were in Oklahoma City, mm -hmm. I, and, and people, ask, you know, I, you probably get the question all the time. Where should, you know, if I'm in this city, where should I go? Where should I go for? I get I, the question I get a lot of time. Where should I go? That's five hours away, and I'm mm -hmm. I'm like, 
Oak City. Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma yeah. City, and, you know, sorry, Tulsa, I think you've been surpassed. I think Oklahoma City is better. And I and I was I was I was ready I was ready to like write off OKC like the second I got there I'm like this this isn't going to be nearly as good as Tulsa and it was Uh, and and the thing was so I had been OKC seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since you've yeah. been. It's changed yeah. since then, but it's, it's a different, it's a different place. To your point There's in your in your the, last column, the, 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 laws the, yeah. the laws change. Yeah, but the, but but for me, I'm like, because I lived in Oklahoma City. I'm with the high school, college in Oklahoma. Blah blah blah. Yada yada yada. Yeah, when, but that was like 1960. It was a big deal. There was, and there were no breweries. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. <laughs> He gets older every time. Chris, do not laugh at his jokes, okay? That's just he thinks no, no, he's no, going no. on the road. I'm some comedian. Well, uh, <laughs> ask, 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 ask my friend Cody Holyoke sometime about how old everyone thinks I am, because I get those jokes all the time too. Believe it or not. So you know, Oklahoma he, uh, is one of those things. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just it's it's super undercover. Nobody realizes, like. You know, like the, my favorite story about Prairie and, you know, originally it was a Tulsa now it's in Krebs, which nobody knows where the fuck Krebs is. For those who don't know, it's Southeast Oklahoma by fucking McAllister by the prison. <laughs> well, you've got Prairie OKC who who do not distribute and do their own thing. And I, yeah. we've had some prairies on this show. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the one that comes to mind was the goddamn Red Hot Sour. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was they, did a, they did a sour with Red Hots. It was amazing. It was stupid. You know, did, it's did just, you, it's have those... you had anything in the uh, S's series? The uh, tiny S's. I do not know what he's talking about. The, the, so the clue in me a in. similar vibe, the uh, um, so they can't call them this. They are um, how, how will I say it without uh, without? I mean, I don't have to like. Uh, Protected. You don't have to follow the rules, but but like, but I'll say I'll say this: they are made with rainbow candies. <laughs> we heard about and this. and in fact, they they physically like by hand divide up the colors of the rainbow to brew beers with each specific color. This is a Prairie OKC. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Why are we why why are we not in on this? I just had my I just had my buddy. My buddy comes up every year for Black Friday. He's from Oklahoma City. Is this and Kenny? Then, yeah. Kenny is Kenny. You haven't told me about this. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> I mean they, they might they might make them in Krebs. I don't I don't know, but they I had them at at, at Prairie OKC. You know, and look, look, everyone look, and everyone in OKC was talking about them too. So yeah. So you're pairing you're pouring a new beer. Where you got there? I am. Uh I've got a beer from uh Alewife Brewing. In Queens, since I figured I did a, oh, no yeah. a a this was the brewery based in Manhattan, but brews in the Bronx. This is the brewery that brews in Queens. Uh, this is the Queens Boulevard IPA. Like, uh, like, 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 yeah. So uh, can we, this can is, we do uh, like like lights on our video, like th- thumbs up that pops up on the video? Can, <laughs> can you figure that out? What do you want me to do? Have like actual production skills? <laughs> You're the one that, 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 that we didn't do a mystery beer last time, did it? Oh, damn it. Hang on. Makeup time. Mystery beer. <laughs> I love Brie, that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shout out to Brie Burroughs. <laughs> love her. 
Um, I did see her. <laughs> where's she? Where's she from again? Uh, Big Rip in North Kansas Big City. Big Rip. Yep. Yeah. I've been to Big um, Rip. She yep. is awesome. You know, like in in all definitions of the word awesome, Bree meets them. Yeah, I I don't know if you know, um, like you may or may not know this. Kansas City, you know, we talk to people all over the country, right? Kansas City probably has the most female brewers of any city that I know of. Um, it's 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 kind of shocking because when we talk to people, they're like, "You got a female brewer, female owner, female assistant brewer." It's just a thing here. Because you know, awesome. as, as we as we talked about on the show, you know, we you know we get into, into the diversity of you know the beer and people are shocked especially the people in pittsburgh they're like you got how many female brewers which has a pretty good beer scene yeah but oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah I, I remember ed and day were shocked when we talked about yeah. how many how many female yeah. brewers we had yeah so yeah you know we, we're proud of that yeah shout out shout out to That's all awesome. the female brewers uh, uh i enjoyed so, i really enjoyed my my trip to big rip you say it again I really enjoyed my trip to Big Rip. Uh, I was there uh, right after I saw you uh, at uh, at Pine Tree Plaza, actually. Um, yeah. that, so what number is Big night. Rip? Uh, Big Rip was uh, twenty seven fifty six. You know what? I'm just I'm fascinated, but he has that spreadsheet on tap, ready to tell us. Yeah, oh no, yeah. that's, that's uh, probably his brain right now. Bro, He's just bro, you, you, know you know what? I've I've never done this before. This is this should be like brewery roulette. Throw out a number between one and All right, yeah. all right. 1,249. 1,249 was uh oh, oh my gosh, this is a great brewery. Uh <laughs> this is why this, beer story. <laughs> this is this is Cerveceria dos Dingos. It is a uh, a brewery in San Andres, uh, just outside of Buenos Aires in Argentina. Um, it is a brewery started by two Argentines who learned to brew in Australia, hence the Holy name Dos Fingers. And they use exclusively Southern Hemisphere hops. Um, so, like, they took me into their cold box and it's just all, like, you know, Nelson Sauvin and Matueka yeah. and, um, you know, just did you all write these, this story? Like, I, I didn't even I don't even think I wrote a story about it. Like I it, it was I like I posted it on Instagram probably, but like it was it was so memorable to me just because it was such a unique experience. Like I like showed up in this like little like spot. They reached out to me on Instagram and they were like, Hey, we see you're in you're in Buenos Aires. Would you like to come to our brewery? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Awesome. Like, like have this Uber driver take me to this like like desolate like uh industrial yeah. park, which describes about 90% of breweries worldwide anyway. Um and uh yeah. I just like kind of pound on the door and this guy like opens the window upstairs. He's like hola and I'm like Hola, uh, me llamo Chris. Uh, and just like, ah, through York. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> and uh, oh, it was, yeah, that was, I mean, look, I don't have a great story to tell with every number, but that was, that was one that was like. So how how was do you respect. pick, you know, I feel like you're traveling every week. That's what it seems like to me. You may not be. That's what it seems like to me. How do you, two, how do you two, two weeks a month, I'd say two weekends a month. I'm, I'm. I'm gone. I would say you're you're beer traveling, mm-hmm. man. I, I Chris, I hate you, <laughs> but I love you. 
That's my goal. That's our goal for 23. I've, I've heard that. I've heard, I've, you're not the first the person to say that to me. So I've, I've, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, it's fine. So <laughs> when, I, I'm going to, Nigel asked this earlier and you didn't answer. So I'm going to ask it again. Uh-huh. When's the book coming? You've got a book. When are you writing the book? Uh, I don't yeah, want to write the book. To. You don't want to write, write get a ghostwriter. Okay, yeah. Look, look, Cody will write your book for you. Cody will do it. Cody, I've had had more than I've had more. (laughs) I've had more than a few people reach out to me about you know writing a book, and it's it's you know it's something I'd like to do when I have time to reflect on it. But like, I'm still in the thick of it. You know, I'm like I'm I'm still on pace for like 350 breweries this year. Um, Bro, and this is a this is a quiet like year for me. Like Game Game of Thrones, there's gonna be seasons of this of the book. It's like what, what's what's the what's the Harry Potter shit? How many how many books does she write? I don't know, a bunch. Do we need to talk about her? No. Can we my, cancel her? No. Oh yeah, like my 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 son, you can't even bring her up anymore. Why? Oh yeah, she's transphobic. Is she? Oh yeah. Oh, I did not know this. Yep. Yeah. Anti-gay. What? Oh yeah, horrible person, bad person. Really? Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I brought that up. Look, look, she violated rule number two, Nigel. Don't be a dick. She was a dick. Do you know? Yep. Do you know the rules? You What's know our rule rules? number one? I mean, rule number don't two. Is die. Die. Don't die. Oh. Rule one is don't die. Rule number two: don't okay. be a dick. Because that covers a lot of things. All the other okay. rules after that, it's up to you. I mean, that's life right there. Because <laughs> Nigel, what happens when you put? Good into the beer world. Yeah, if you, if you violate rule number two, you ruin your beer karma. That's right. Mm. We, did, also, we did just send you a beer way, karma. Also, also the name of a beer shop in Brooklyn that was at last it's night. Beer karma? karma. Yep. Oh, oh. We're about to send him a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have a beer. It's beer karma. Oh yeah. Well, it's, it's beer karma number two. Two point oh. So this last year. I, he did the cranberry cinnamon and this was my thing was chris i wanted him to have the brew experience get on the brew stand i i had an experience i don't know what your problem is well you know shout out to my boy nolan for letting him do it but nolan's system is kind of a bit automated and my mm-hmm. my brew days like when i brewed a beer at windshift it was a lot of manual labor it, mm-hmm. nigel was mad because he doesn't think i worked hard enough yeah exactly <laughs> So this year it was my because he kept it's your turn to brew a beer. I was like, so we took the same stout base. I'm like, okay, let's do. I love Andy's mints. So we did we did uh, uh, take a chocolate mint stout that we came out. We'll send we'll send you a crowder of that for sure. Yep, awesome. Got you. That I mean, so, I that, I'm I'm a sucker for Andy. Like those are like yes. a staple in my mom's pantry. And like when I was home for Thanksgiving, I'm like. Gonna sneak a little one out of here. And- <laughs> <laughs> so, so the brewery is actually when you order it, they hand you an Andy's mint yeah. with the beer. Yeah, so you can compare the oh, flavors. That was great. Well, that was my idea. So, yeah, I, and I'm gonna give credit to Nolan. No, I showed up with the fucking Andy's <laughs> mint. Nolan forgot. Nolan, fuck off. <laughs> hey, hey, what? hey, what? You be nice to my beer daddy. That's a good lord. That's your beer, your beer daddy. Who's, who's your beer daddy? No one. The no, 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 no. I, I got that. I'm just, I just, I feel like that's a new like uh, icebreaker question among. Uh, oh, who's your beer who's daddy? Your beer daddy? 
Well, you know our our podcast daddies. We have podcast. We have daddies. podcast daddies. That's they, that's Ed and Day. They didn't like that. They don't like that. <laughs> Which really means that we have to keep saying, like, next year we're making T-shirts to hand out. Podcast daddies. We're going to hand out at the festival next year. Podcast daddies, Ed and Day. Bro, uh, Actually, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I So that's not even the first time I've heard podcast daddy because uh, there's a podcast I listen to that has nothing to do with beer. It has nothing to do with anything at all, actually. Uh, <laughs> it's Welcome it's to called Too Beautiful World. to Live. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's like the Seinfeld of podcast. It's a podcast about nothing. Yeah, it's just two guys yeah. talking to each other, and they've been talking to each other for like uh, 15, almost 15 years. It'll be 15 years in January. Um, I thought he was going to say 11. <laughs> That'd be a shit time. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, they, um, their fans credit when they credit other people who've list, who introduce them to the podcast. They call them their. It's the podcast is called Too Beautiful to Live TBTL for short, and mm. they call the the people who introduce them to it their TBTL daddy. And it's <laughs> and and the and the hosts of the show hate it. They absolutely oh, yeah. hate Perfect. it. But people Perfect. continue to use the term all the time. <laughs> We're 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 gonna we're gonna hand those shirts out next year. Podcast daddy, podcast daddy. Yeah, anyway, I'm gonna we, look. We fully expect you to come to Barrel and Flow next year, bro. Yeah, oh, you absolutely, oh, I absolutely will. Yeah, I will. It's, it's, I will carve it out of my my schedule. Yeah, August thirteenth, twelfth, thirteenth, whatever, whatever. So okay. what, what we do is we do because it for as a beer festival, you know they it's it's not just a beer festival. That's the beauty the beauty of it. Fridays yeah. they do the whole symposiums. Um, like this, this year they did this, the screening of, uh, one pint at a time. Um, the bottle share on Friday night is the most epic legendary. It's always like, Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it, yeah, there's a lot of beer, but there's a lot of people, there's a lot of stories. And then the brew fest. And then we, we always, we, we make it a, a Friday through Monday because on, on Sunday after the fest, that's we'll, a walkabout day. That's the walkabout. Like we went yeah. to, you ever been to uh, Mike's beer bar in Pittsburgh? Mike's no. Right across from, from P- PNC Park. PNC Park. Oh, Bloody okay. hell, bro. What is it like like 300 beers? Yeah, 300 beers. It was funny because we rolled up in there. He's and- got a three-ring binder to find your beer. Ah, I love yeah. that. I love that. There's, they had, there's, they had there's all, a few bars. All the barrel and flow beers in cans at that bar. Every one of them. Oh, all wow. the collabs. Oh, that's great. And, oh. and 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 that steak? Remember that steak? Oh, that steak was yeah. Bro, the, the food, you wouldn't think you walk into this place, you would not think it was going to be a thing. And that was the, what, what concert was happening? We walked down there. Uh, the, Metallica, they were getting ready for Metallica. Like, so, like, all, all the Metallica fans are in line to buy their merch and get in. And this is like at fucking 11 o'clock in the morning, right? It was crazy. And I mean, like, I'm old enough to remember the first Metallica, like the Black Album tours, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're still popular. So, all of the people are out. And from ages twenty to seventy. Oh, absolutely! And because they were playing at PC Park, so we rolled up in there. Well, that whole weekend it was fucking. It was Billy Joel, Garth Brooks, yeah. Metallica. Yeah, like everybody, everything was happening that weekend yeah. in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh oh. Pittsburgh's an under, un, underrated town, man. I, I love agree. That town. I agree. I, Every time I go there, I have a great time. Breweries. Yeah, and there's yeah. some really good beer there too. Oh, you know, for sure. When I first went, when I back in the day when AK, when it was called Fresh Fest in 2019. Mm-hmm. I'd heard about Pittsburgh. I was like, oh, you know what it reminded me of, Chris? It reminded me of like a, if Oklahoma City had rivers. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's, that's, that's what it reminded me yeah. of. And hills and hills. Rivers, rivers and hills. Yeah. But it was, it was it's kind of very, you well, know. That, that blue collar vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. You know, the one thing I love about Pittsburgh is like, you know. Everybody's nice. Like, seriously. And, and from neighborhood, it's, it's almost like going to the last time I was in New York City. Um, you go from 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 Brooklyn to whatever borough you go to. You're like, oh, this is different than two blocks away. Mm-hmm. It's it's oh, it's yeah. you know to, to, you know New York City reminds me of because I I born and raised in England, grew up in London. It's London, but smaller. <laughs> yeah, it really. Well, that's why that's why I go to London so much because it it feels it feels familiar to me. You know, it's like yes. I can go to I can go to Hackney and get a completely different experience than like, you know, yes. uh, you know, like City of London or like Bermondsey. I mean, yeah, I'm you go to Brixton off. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, 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 yep. Oh, Brixton, yeah, I love Brixton. Um, uh, bro, that's I love the history I of Brixton. I mean, that's yeah, so. So, uh, my one of my dad's old friends joined us for Thanksgiving this year, and um, he. Um, has so many interesting stories. He was a, he was a coach driver in England for a long time. That's and, a bus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do people with that man? <laughs> was he up there whipping the horse to go faster? What's that mean? I don't know. Look, once they got rid of horses, they just kept the name. It was fine. It was a coach. <laughs> and, and he was telling me just all these fascinating stories, and he's like. Yeah, Brixton in the in the in the seventies was really uh, different than Brixton now, and I'm like, I know, like I've read up on the history of it, like yeah, uh, but Chris, it's a it's, uh, it, it ain't it much different. Yeah, and then this yeah. I'll tell you, it's not different. So when and I, I, I got, okay. I went, I got off the tube, went to Brixton, and I walked to where I lived. Still a lot of Jamaicans. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, no. And that's and that's what I love about it is like that that neighborhood still has like like a lot of like Jamaican energy and culture. And yeah. in spite of the fact that it's like kind of like creepily gentrifying, like it's I mean it's it reminds me a lot of Bushwick in that way. Like uh, like my yeah. my neighborhood, like you know, it's historically been Hispanic and 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 now it's you know slowly yeah. gentrifying but like keeping it's like like i have a tortilla factory down the street from me and yeah. they've just like we're gonna stay here as long as we can and just make great tacos so yeah well the, the, uh, the, the, uh, in brixton sorry i'm, I'm excited he yeah they just, just said tacos uh, uh and when i went to brixton <laughs> nothing makes me happier four years ago when i walked down my old street mm-hmm. nothing had changed where, where i grew up that part of the building had burnt down they rebuilt it exactly the same. <laughs> no changes. No. I was like, but the only difference was when I got there, I was like, as a kid, you felt like you were walking like seven miles. No, it was like uh, 700 feet. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much smaller. I was like, God damn. It, it, but I, man, I just loved it. I just, you know, I, I, I knew enough about when I left England as a 12-year-old to go back and to see... I remember a lot of it. So literally mm-hmm. I could walk around and be like, Oh, I, I know where I'm going. You know, it was, it was, it was super weird, but as a kid, you're like, God, this is far. No, it's not. You're no, just, not. you had smaller legs. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, it's like, I, 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 oh, go, go ahead. 
good. No, I was just remembering of like I used to walk to school and uh, I retraced the route of my walk to school when I was in like yeah. third grade, and I like it <laughs> felt like it was like a like a you know mile walk, and it was like yeah. two blocks. Like, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was like, I got beat. I got beat up when I was like eight years old on the walk home from school, and I'm like, I could have just run home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What was I doing? I could have made it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you know that's the thing too. Like you go and you look at like I used to ride my bike all the way to, and then you go back and you do the route. Oh yeah, that 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 wasn't that far. Yeah. Yeah. You ready for another beer? Mystery beer? When am I not ready for another well, beer? Well, try it. Come get it. I can't. I'm landlocked. God damn it. Uh, is that better? <laughs> oh, much better. Much, much better. So, so Chris, is Chris we... ready for new beer? What's yeah. he got? He's, oh, he's still drinking the same oh. beer. I'm still drinking the same beer. Nope. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I, I, should, no I should be. I should be. <laughs> no. Faster, Chris. Faster. What, what, uh, what, how, would you character, how would you characterize like the beer scene? where you are for people i've been there i get it mm -hmm. how would you characterize it because you're there yeah um so there's there's a lot of i mean there's a lot of ways to, it, you know what I, I call it choose your own adventure so when i go to a city or like have been to a city and people ask me hey you've been to tulsa what breweries do you like in tulsa or, hey, you've been to Chicago, what breweries do you like in Chicago? No, honestly, Chicago is a bad example because I think they have a scene where you could spend a week and a half visiting. Oh, yeah. Especially got a lot if of, you, what, like, what, expend. What, some shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, like, you know, people who I would meet in, say, OKC, who would be like, okay, if I'm going to New York, what brewery should I go to? And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a set answer to that. What do you like? What do you like? Yeah. Do you like loggers? Do you like IPAs? Do you want a really cool story behind a brewery? Do you want good food with your beer? Um, like it's, it's a choose your own adventure kind of place. What is cool. And I, I would say this is true of a lot of other cities is we have a lot of neighborhoods with great breweries. I would yeah. say that, you know, I can tell you the best neighborhood for beer is Gowanus in Brooklyn where you can walk between five world-class breweries um, and, and just have a great day. And, um, you know, those breweries are, uh, you know, other half, Strong Rope. Strong Rope's really cool because they source 100% of their ingredients from New York State. Um, you've got Wild East, which I think is the dark horse of New York city beer right now. They're, they're the brewery that no one's talking about. That's making some of the best beer in town um, across the style spectrum. You know, loggers are great. They make great English style beers. They have a great barrel aging and wild fermentation program. Uh, the Brett, the brewer there would hate me for saying this, but he makes some of the best IPAs in New York city too. Because um, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't want to be known for his IPAs. That's right. like, yeah. Um, but uh, he uh, he's making great beer. You've got Finback, um, which yeah. is another really well-known brewery that makes some great yeah. beer. And Threes, too, which I, I would say makes some of the best lagers in New York City, but also across the board makes pretty incredible beer. So, you know, 
that's that's five of the 50 breweries in New York City. So you could you could you could do that crawl like 10 more times and yeah. and still hit some really great places. Um yeah. in the neighborhood I'm in, I mean I've got it is really like in New York City is a city of neighborhoods. And no matter what yes. you know part of the city you're in, you can find a good place to drink beer. And I mean, down to like there is a um there is a uh, brew pub in uh, Sheepshead Bay in Brooklyn. Um, Sheepshead Bay is a heavily uh, Russian and Ukrainian uh, immigrant neighborhood. And they have a brew pub uh, where I walked in and I was the pretty much the only one who is just casually speaking English there. And, <laughs> um, and uh, they had like, a a cold box full of dried fish like this is like truly traditional but they also have a a brewery in the back the place is called tap yeah. beer it's this little place like off the q train like just steps from the beach in in brooklyn and you know like where else are you going to find a place like that in in the yeah. u.s um yeah. so like and that's that's just an example of a brewery i mean that like I have to point out there's great beer bars here too. Like, and, yes. and that is the thing that really defined beer culture in New York city for a long time was, you know, we have like iconic beer bars, like blind tiger ale house, which has been around since the early nineties and continues to like celebrate all the local beer that we have here in New York. Um, we've got um, newer places. I mean, we, we're the birthplace of barcade, um, which is oh, no, you know, an iconic chain of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, right. beer bars that are also arcades. Um, and I mean, they've been around for, um, I mean, they're coming up on almost 20 years in business as well. Um, wow. You've got um, uh, this place called rabbit club, which is in um, Greenwich village. It is like four steps down from the street, no sign on the door you walk in, it's only open from like 5 p.m. to 4 a.m. 4 a.m., of course, or closing time. Uh, only yeah. open yeah. till 4 a.m. Uh, 4 a.m. Yeah. No um, big deal. We're fine. Where, um, you, like, this place uh, only has a, a beer license. So you walk in, the only thing you can really drink there is beer. And they, you know, that's, that's where I go. That's where I go to, to drink bottles of Orval. Is, oh, no is shit. this like Orval. really dingy dark beer bar in in Greenwich Village and it's, it's Orval. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. when I was there, um, and you you know, you talked about some of the beer scene. Uh, you know, my first uh Brooklyn experience was was other half, which I fucking love. Um, because mm -hmm. I, I went to I went to uh 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 Pastry Town, which is the most ridiculous beer fest ever in the world. You, you give me, you give me, you give me pastry beers, pastries, and wrestling. You sign me hey, up. I'll be completely honest. This is this is where you and I differ. You are a pastry <laughs> town guy. I'm a green city guy. I have never okay. been pastry town, but I've, I've, I do not miss green city. So green okay, city so, is your IPA festival, and pastry town uh, is your pastry stout festival. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm going for the stouts. 
And that's what pastry town was. Yeah, right. It was. It was. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. they had like pastry seltzers. It was ridiculous. And then they had pastries. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't just gloss oh, yeah. over that. Oh yeah, pastry seltzers. Pastry seltzers. You know who? You no. know who's really good at the pastry seltzers? Another that? brewery in New York City, really good at the pastry seltzers. Evil Twin. That's that's what I had at Pastry Town. Yeah. Evil Twin. Yep. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> he's, he's all of a sudden all verklempt. Pastry <laughs> seltzer. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Can it be good? They were like nine percent. Look, we all love a heavy hitter. I'm not saying I'm not saying it was great, but it was an experience. But, but can it be good? They weren't terrible. I'm questioning this, and we're talking about. Well, I'm not going to say no if it's offered to me. When I went to, but I'm questioning Town, this. It was it was it was March of 2020, right before. Oh, if that thing you, was you right went to the that moment, pastry town. Yes, yeah, so if that was that a week later, town. it would have been canceled. And the can funny I, thing I, was, go ahead. Can I tell you just a a real snapshot about how on the map? other half is around the world mm-hmm. um that weekend i was in fredericton uh, new brunswick in canada at a beer festival okay. there uh called the atlantic canada craft beer fest some, something like that. it was it was a celebration of beer in atlantic canada um and it was it was chilly but not frigid um but i went there because my friends who live up that way told me it was a, it was a great festival to go to so I'm there and on my, my after during the afternoon session, I had tickets to the evening session on that Saturday. And while you were at pastry town, I was sat at a brewery, um, <laughs> in, uh, it's like literally as you were probably, uh, walking through the super spreader event that was, uh, <laughs> pastry town, <laughs> pastry town in New York. Um, I was sitting at uh, Trailway Brewing in Fredericton, and these two guys next to me were from another brewery in Moncton, New Brunswick. And I'm like, ah, I've never had anything from uh, from you guys. I said to the bartender, like, what do you recommend? He's like, oh, you know, he's just running through the menu and everything. Where are you visiting from? I'm like, from New York. And the guys turned next to me, like, you're from New York? I'm like, yeah. He's like, why aren't you at Pastry Town today? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> How do you know about Pastry Town? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the funny story, we were, we were there at Pastry Town. You know, it had the first responders. So, you know, COVID was brand new, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And, you know, Blake and I, shout out to Blake from Fringe here in, in uh, uh, Kansas City. Um, there, there, was this, there was this first responder team, and on the back of their shirts, it said Corona. Literally, we wow. didn't know there was a Corona in New York. Corona Queens, yeah. <laughs> like a coronavirus response team. Because, <laughs> like back then, we didn't know anything. Yeah, but we yeah. knew Corona. Right, but it was just a, it was just like, a, oh yeah, yeah, that's a Corona, I mean, but it's not. Here. But I did not know there was it a was, Corona in New York. It was incredible because, like, oh, a week later, I was I was home, and I the had world my last. Yeah, like I the like that the following uh, Saturday, I was sitting at um, Finback, Finback's Brewery in Queens, and like they had um, hand sanitizer dispenser by the door, and yeah. uh, like the garage door was open, and we were all just like, "Ah, this is kind of weird, huh? Like, should we actually like uh, like 
I ran into a friend of mine and I was like, should we hug? Should we not? It's just like, and then like two days later, it's like everything shut down and that's it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You came back and within a week we were all stuck at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was an early adopter of whatever it was. <laughs> Cause I know when I got to New York, I was like hacking and shit. I was like, whatever. <laughs> but one, one of my places, one of the places I really love. So, uh, uh, Blake, uh, shout out to Blake from French. He, uh, one of his buddies is an actor in New York City, and we went, mm-hmm. we met him at Torst, the uh, beer bar, Torst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's reaction. Oh, Torst. <laughs> it was Torst. The the it's all stemware glass for the beers, and the that's food. Fancy the food. Oh, it was it was like going into like hand and glove here. It's it's all like white and bright. It's beautiful. Pinky out drink. Yeah, pinky out drink. Yeah. But all yeah. craft beer, and the food is stupid. The food is stupid. And the thing that just struck me there, they had beer from American Solera in New York City. I was like, what the fuck? Out of Tulsa. I was like, they are, they are. So, so Taurus was the first uh, beer bar in the world to have a Michelin star. And that was when they, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, they they, They were the first like Michelin star. Technically, they were the first Michelin star restaurant to only serve beer. I think that was their claim to fame. Hmm. Um, now, they, they've gone through other chefs since then and focus yeah. more on beer than the food. Uh, uh-huh. But the food's still fantastic. And the aesthetic yeah. is incredible, right? Like, I mean, oh, that's an amazing place to drink beer. So, Chris, the, the, now, now the real question is if you can find it. Because <laughs> there's no sign. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a running theme. I told you about another bar that has no sign. It's just like, but at least we, at least we, tourist... us off. we walked around for ten minutes. Like, where the fuck is this place? There's at no sign. Tourist, my my advice is always like, look for the look for the like really bright decor. And like you can see through the window, so you can kind of see, but there's no bro, sign that not, says that. Yeah, bro, that, that that night we were there, you could not see in, and there were, <laughs> and it wasn't bright. It was like 8 p.m. We were like, where wow. the fuck is? We we're texting uh, Blake's friend. We're like, oh, I'm already here. Where? <laughs> and to your other By point, way, like other half, you know, um, I love me some other half. Pastry Town mm-hmm. was was fun. Um, when we got to town, we went to the to to the tap room. And that's when I learned about oat cream IPAs. Oh. <laughs> See, he did it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, if there's one thing, one thing that they were like truly like created. Yeah. I mean, if they created a style, and they were they were pretty instrumental in some of the uh, really unique. Um, hopping concepts that are happening today like they've been been on the forefront of the technology around hopping but oh cream ipa is just like kind of a cheater thing and it's amazing i mean and the thing is like yeah those 10 percent beers you would never know it right Mm -hmm. so we go to the tap room we're like what the fuck and so when i got back to kansas city i went to tony at windshift i was like we need to do an oak cream ipa (laughs) he's like what the fuck is that so we we (laughs) We did one together, and it was one of those things that when you put oats in anything, IPA, everybody can drink it. Yeah. It's so, you know, it. there's no hot bitterness. 
you know, it just it just makes it's everything so, right. It's so it's smooth. It's, okay. it's, I had that it's, one. You didn't? I don't think so. I'm sorry. <laughs> why? Why isn't he Wait, done it did, since? He's waiting for me that? to come back. When did you make that? When? I think I think I think we did that in twenty the summer of twenty twenty. We did that during the pandemic. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Cool. It so, was so you can you can say was, you were you were on the cutting edge there. <laughs> well, as soon as I found that out, I had never heard of an oat cream IP. I'm like, let's fucking go. And that's why I'm I'm a fanboy of of uh, of other half. Then I went to was it last? It was last summer, last fall. I went to DC. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to me, there's another half there. Yes, there is. I was like, they now they so, now have six locations. I know they've got they've got the one in Rockefeller, don't they? Yep. Yeah. And they have so the second I, I one in Brooklyn, I and they've got uh, Rochester, and they've got Philadelphia too. Motherfuckers, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I was Chris. I was at the one in DC, and my buddy Greg. Shout out to my buddy Greg. Doesn't drink beer. He actually drank several other IPAs and was like, "Oh, these are really good." I literally. Um, got a case of beer, and the next day shipped it all back to myself. I was like, "This is this is not a game," because you know, you know, and, and there's you know, there's they're snarky and smart because you know they're they're cans, and I think we talked about this. Depending on what region it's from, the top of the cans have different colors, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I think, yeah. I was like, who who was. Smoking what? It's like we're gonna we're gonna make this our. Do you know what I'm saying? I was, I would never have thought of that. in Rochester or something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The green yeah. ones are in DC or the red. There's a red one. I don't yeah. know. It's crazy. Though. Yeah, I, it's, it's like their whole their whole thing. And here's the thing. So there's there's a lot of hype beast breweries out there. Let's be honest. And 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 other half has become one, but they've had a lot more fun with it than a lot of other hype beast breweries have. I I mean, I, 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 I I hate to bring, there's a, there's a certain hype beast brewery in Massachusetts that I will not call out by name that I also referenced in my newsletter last week. And one person emailed me (laughs) and they're like, I know exactly which brewery you're talking about. (laughs) Um, But it's a brewery that is a hype beast brewery. You know, it's a brewery that like people chase after their stuff. And it's like, in order to have a beer at our tap room here, you have to uh, log into our website at nine in the morning and make a reservation for a three hour window and make sure you start, you show up at the start of that window. And uh, beer um, should not be your, hard. Your maximum is three. Beer. Exactly. It, it, it's, and, and that was the thing is, is other half recognize that one of the biggest uh, impediments to people loving them was the fact that their beer was hard to get. Whereas yes. a lot of other hype beast breweries embrace the fact that their beer is hard to get. And now I can, I can walk into other half's tap room in Brooklyn and have my choice of getting cans from like, of like 30 different styles. And it's I'll, awesome. I'll, and I'll I, I can walk out of there 10 minutes yeah. later. We're, we're going to need beer mail. <laughs> get some beer mail i have a whale pod yeah, sitting over here with when, I name on the, when i went to pastry town the, the one line i would not because i don't do lines mm-hmm. this fucking side project oh yeah from st louis that yeah. line was stupid and i'm like that's not even the best beer here you 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 hype monsters are dumb there was yeah, way and and, and 
Uh, so the, oh, look, the, the, the went to in Barcelona, the longest line was for, um, uh, gosh, uh, was it monkish? I think it was monkish. Um, yeah. but it was, but it was like, it's like, you know, that like, there's like 10 other breweries here that make beer. That's just as good as theirs is that you don't have to wait in line for. And, um, and that was, and that was, you know, like, I, I will admit, like I got angsty about other half for a time when I was just like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to stand in, I'm not going to stand in line on a yeah, Saturday morning yeah. for four hours just to buy their cans. Yeah, no. But well, like, look, look make it hard. Just, that, yeah. that was actually like, that was, yeah. that was an impediment to their growth and their popularity. Like they yeah, want to bring standing, other yeah. people into beer. Yeah. 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 I'm not standing in line. Or as, Sorry. Or or as I, we say, as know, we say in New York City, online. <laughs> fucking uh, yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? That's a fucking totally British knockoff. We're it's online. A, really. It's it's <laughs> a, you know what? I so I'm not a native New Yorker, so I can also make fun of New Yorkers for this, but man, they get adamant about that sometimes. When I write in line in my newsletter, I will have like friends who will like screenshot it and text me and say, like, it's online. <laughs> like, you're, you're, no. you're lucky they didn't say it. You're lucky they didn't say it's a cue. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, like, seriously, like, good for you for making a product that people want. Awesome. Oh, sure. But Look, when you I make will, it hard, that goes against, you know, we have a theme, right? Beer is for everyone. Yeah. And when you make it hard to get, the beer is not for everyone. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I call, I call it beers above replacement, kind of like, wins above replacement in baseball it's like it's like, like it's like, like you, you got really nerdy with it there <laughs> can you tell them a baseball What's your beer war? <laughs> <laughs> um so the the, the concept all, all is like, has, a, has a beer war of 3.4 <laughs> i actually should like create a numerical calculation of this since since you, will, you know Look, I I want People credit with that. that with with that addition to your newsletter. I want credit that you've invented beer war. <laughs> beer war, love the it. B war so, of this beer. So, beer, but beers above replacement would actually be bar, which is even better. Yes, <laughs> yes. true. That's yes. true. Yes, <laughs> but yes. but the whole concept is a beer that you have to jump through hoops to get. How much yeah. better is that than a beer you don't have to jump through hoops to get? And, and like, is a beer from this certain brewery in Massachusetts so much better that you're willing to put up with all the BS that goes into sitting at that tap room and getting that reservation and rushing to get online just to make sure that you can get in there? Is that that much better than a beer you can go down the street and get? Um, no, because the beer is better when it's when it's a. A tap room in a brewery that I love. Chris, Chris, yeah. you you came to win. You came to Winshift. Shout out to Tony from Winshift. Mm -hmm. Some of the best beer in Kansas City that nobody knows yeah. about. Yep. All day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, there, and, 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 and I know and I know enough guys who in our homebrew club that have gone quote unquote pro that mm -hmm. are brewing. Brains and Taps is a great example. Half the time, people are confused. Oh, they brew their own beer. Because they started out of something else, homebrew supply store, and people are still fucking confused. Come yeah. on, people. I had, I had a great, great time there. Beer. I had some great beer there. Uh, I, I, I had right. that that yeah. Kolsch still sticks out in my mind. That was really that, tasty. That Kolsch, that Kolsch is, is a great story. Is, behind that. is, is there? 
I don't know the story. That's that's one of the best cultures I've I've had. Did, was there a story the behind the Taps culture? Yeah. What story? What? Which one is that? It's at the PTPG and T. It's at the Pine Tree Plaza. That's the only place you can get it. The Coles. Oh, okay. I, I'm getting that. Never mind. Yeah, the Coles class and everything. I, you know what I was thinking of? The house beer. Uh, that was terrible. No, house beer is great. That was my burp was terrible. Um, no, no, the, the house beer has a great story. So, what's the house beer? Uh, so, look, we didn't announce our last. Oh, Mr. Hold, hold on one oh, second. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you make it to Alma Mater? In I Kansas? have made it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they what, what number was Alma Mater? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 2473. Was like what was it? <laughs> it was 2473. It was right in between um, uh, Strange Days and Diametric, which was the next. Okay. Nice. Uh, after Ooh. we went to the Guilt, which after we went to the Guilt, which you mentioned earlier, actually. Yep. So this is a never known maple vanilla. They do several of these. Um, this do you thing. notate which beers you had at those stops? No, and that's that's the thing. I like. I I, I feel like I have a beerographic memory, like a photographic memory yeah. for beer, because because we talked about we talked about we talked about great and uh, you know great stops, and I'm like, oh yeah, that Kolsch was really great. Like I still remember Bro. that Kolsch. Like, Chris, you need you, you need to go copyright beer graphic memory. And you need like, to put that on. Do you, do you have any? You, you need to have like a a a brew, a brew York. You need to have some merch. Beer, beer graphic memory. He's writing it down. If he if he steals it, we'll give you royalties. Royalties. Beer graphic <laughs> memory. That's amazing. Beer graphic memory. Yep. If I look at my notes, that's going in the show. That's going in the show notes. <laughs> if I look at my notes. So Which anyway, look is, is, is not a guarantee. This is an Imperial Oatmeal Brown Ale. I feel like this is mm -hmm. not as heavy a hitter as the last two. What do, what, what do you think it is? Imperial. Imperial. Well, that's an Imperial, though. Brown Ale. Oatmeal Brown Ale. What, 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 would, what, would, your, what would your ABB Wait, guess? Imperial, hold on. Imperial Oatmeal Brown Ale. Oatmeal Brown Ale. ale. So an imperial brown would suggest to me that it's it's not as heavy as the previous two. Um, I'm going to okay. guess it's somewhere in the like upper eights. I'm going to put this, you know. So in baseball, you know, there's the Mendoza line. <laughs> is that different than the? Is that different from the so bar in the, the VR? In the, VR? In, the, in the beer world, Ooh, what I'm going to call yeah, this, what would be the, the Day Bracy line. <laughs> So I think this is right at when you have to warn somebody what you're serving them. This is nine point oh. six. So so um, shout out to the drinking partners, Day and Ed from uh, who created uh, Fresh Fest. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, also the the artist no, formerly known as Fresh Fest. Right. Um, they have a rule, and Nigel, they, they, Nigel breaks that rule. <laughs> so if if I give you a beer and it's over nine percent. I have to tell you. <laughs> oh, I thought it was nine six. I like was that nine, six? nine six is the bracy line. Is it? We're gonna call that the bracy line from now on. The bracy line. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will hit him up and ask that question. My um, personal so, bracy line is probably more in the like eight percent range. So okay. So <laughs> what do you go? What are you going on this one? Look at that. Uh. So I was gonna. I was gonna say in the upper eight. Yeah. So like eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight, eight. And you went what? Nine six. Uh, 
Actual retail ABV, 8%. Ah, all right. That's wow. That's, that's, right, that's right at the, yeah, that's right at <laughs> where, you yeah. Kind of, you were kind of in there. You were kind of right there. That's it's fine. Like an, imperial, an imperial brown, I get it. Like, it, you know, it's it's yeah. like, uh, you know, a, a regular brown is like 5%. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah imperial yeah. brown, yeah. <laughs> so, so. So, Chris, as we wrap this up, mm-hmm. I think we're like almost two hours in. Hey, we're at an hour 48. We're fine. Oh, you're counting? Well, I got a little timer on the, on the yeah, board. There's here. a little okay. timer on my screen. Not that we really even, not that it matters, but yeah. what, what's, uh, so you've been to a lot of cities. You know, I kind of want to go back to the Oklahoma City thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I read, the, I read the blog and I was with you on Big Friendly. Fucking loved it. Oh my god! Uh, that I mean, I mean, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a like uh, a memory for the year. Like like at the end of the year, I always put out something about like my like five favorite breweries that are new to me that I visited this year, and yeah. and most of them like are just like out of left field. Like I don't know anything about them. I walk in and I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. They yeah. were they were one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If it, so. Where else did you go in Oklahoma City? And because yeah, I'm with you, Big Friendly was fucking great, and the, mm-hmm. and the pizza mm-hmm. was really good. Um, oh yeah. What, what what who else did you like in Oklahoma City? Uh, Fairweather Friend, which is yeah. again, Friend is in. The, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I really like <laughs> they're them. Friendly. Um, wait, you know what? Yeah, they're friendly there. Um, I thought that um, uh, Stone Cloud was pretty good. Um, I really, good. I liked, um, um, I liked my, my, bur- oh, I'm, I'm spoiling this, but it'll be out by the time anyone's listening. Skydance was my, is my brewery of the yes. week in my newsletter this week. Yes. Um, Bro, they're really great. Former, oh, guest, former guest of the show. But oh, I awesome. love, you know, I love Skydance because fucking Jake, Jake Keys, that's my mm-hmm. dude. I, he killed so, it on the IPA. So, oh, yeah, that, no, the right. beers, the beers were amazing. And I, I love these like small world stories where, um, so I have a, my friend, um, I have a friend who runs, um, Central Standard Brewing in Wichita. Oh, and, love them too. um, yeah, they're, they're fantastic. And yeah. there is, I was, I was sitting at the, uh, sitting at Skydance and this old lady was like talking to like, her two other friends that they were drinking and one of one of the masks like oh so who do you like in wichita she's like central standards the best in wichita and i literally like get on my phone and i'm like hey ian someone here just said that your brewery is the best in wichita <laughs> he's like get out where are you and i'm like i'm at skydance in okc he's like, no city, yeah. and they're like what a great go over there. yeah oh what a great no, that's the thing and it like the and upstairs. that was the thing. it was such a like oh yeah 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 it was it was just such a like wonderful like welcoming place to drink beer and there was like I just kind of like leaned over and I'm like I like that you like Central Standard and we ended up talking for a while. Yeah. It turns out like her her son went to high school with my friend who. Oh no <laughs> shit! Yeah yeah it's 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 a like everything's such a small world there but um, yeah yeah. But but no, that that brewery was uh, like uh, we had like my friend and I had an incredible string of breweries. So we did Skydance first. That was our first yeah. stop of the day. Uh, then we went to Prairie OKC. Mm-hmm. Then 
we hopped in a lift and went up to, in its fourth day of operation, American Solera Edmund. In Edmund, yes. I heard yeah. about that. Yeah. I'm excited. So I was just like, that, this, this is amazing. Like we, we yeah. didn't like go to, we didn't go to eight breweries that day, but we went to three amazing breweries that day. Yeah. 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 Um, all, all over, and yeah. he had, he had never had anything from American Solera before. So he was just like blown away. Um, despite yeah. the fact that their beer shows up here in New York city. So <laughs> as, as you know, <laughs> that's amazing to me how far the OKC breweries are going, bro. It's, 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 it's amazing to me how good they are, but, but, and, 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 you know, and I was having this conversation today and to your point, the, the beer rules, laws, whatever rules, you know, every state has crazy archaic rules. Well, everybody, and we've talked about this where, whether it be sky dance or, 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 um, um, what's his face? Lively, uh, lively, where, Oh yeah. You oh, lively have- was great. Oh my gosh. Lively was great too. Lively yeah. also, sorry, the, the thing that, so their beer was phenomenal, but the thing I will always remember most about Lively is that for some reason there was a meetup of young women cosplaying as old women when I went in there. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yes. I, I, like, I, like, that will be the thing I it's remember most about Lively. Right? <laughs> like, it was just like a bunch of like, Clearly younger women, Young women, women like gray, women. gray, gray hair, like wigs and things like that. And wearing yeah. like, like, you know, grandma clothes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, and I asked them, they were, they were like on a crawl or something. And I was just like, this is, yeah, yeah that's, that's what awesome. I remember. But Hey, you know what? Like it's, it, that's did something you, you don't go, see every day. Did you go to Vanessa house? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh the vibe the vibe there was really cool too. They learned they learned the whole um slushy uh sour thing from 903 yeah. in Sherman. Um they actually did they actually did a collab with uh, uh brewery and planning Vine Street Brewing um mm-hmm. at Diametric. And oh, cool. it was called it was called, it was a uh, it was a uh basketballs big wheels basketballs, basketballs and body bags and body bags. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, well you know you know sometimes it's got a good story sometimes beers they name themselves and so they came up um the guys from Oklahoma city the diametric and the guys from vine street and it was a rainstorm flash flood and you've been to diametric got that pond back there yeah that pond i've never seen that pond get that it backed up into the parking lot oh wow on, oh, no. on the brew flash flood yeah oh and so we're and we're i'm like is that a big wheel floating, floating in the, it, it was a big wheel <laughs> and, and there was a basketball and there, I was like, what the fuck is that? Is that a body bag? <laughs> it was like a six feet long white thing. And so that, that, that pond filled up so big, it was just going into this Creek. They were, everybody looked at each other like, well, we've got, we've got the beer name. <laughs> and it was funny because they, did that, they had that beer diametric. And I bootlegged a couple of kegs down to Oklahoma City, and they served it at the at Vanessa House at their at their Juneteenth party. Right? Oh yeah, it was yeah they did it oh, at the Juneteenth cool. this past summer. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, those, those guys, those, yeah, Oklahoma City. You know, granted, yeah, I, 
I want to. I time. like. I, I want to go. I, I don't want to go seven years without going back there again. Like I, I thought that was oh, you, that was oh, a really great. Beer you show. let you let me know the next time you go. We will we I will won't. go there and, because there's there's so much more. There's more breweries than than people realize. Oh yeah, you no, know? That, and that was the thing. Like it, it's amazing that for to to watch a city go from four breweries to like twenty breweries. Yeah. between visits and to have yeah. most of those 20 breweries be really good. Like that, that was the, the other thing. thing. I was really impressed with the quality of the beer because, yes. you know, I remember, so, so I remember talking with the folks at Anthem Brewing when I was there in 2015 and when they were yes. one of the four breweries in town yeah. and it seemed they're, they're great. And, and when in 2015, I asked them, how many breweries do you think are just waiting in the wings for the laws to change here? Because it's clear the laws are going to change. The momentum's there. The you know, yeah, they yeah. clearly have their shit together. They're organizing to make these laws change. When do you think? How many? How many do you think are just like waiting for the laws to change? And they said, you know, probably in OKC alone, probably fifteen. And <laughs> there we go. We've got twenty breweries in a town that had four seven years ago and, and right. that's and 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 that's what i find so fascinating about traveling around is that yeah. you know every every city i visit is in a different stage of their maturity as a beer city right like yeah. denver's like super mature you know san diego yeah, yeah, yeah. despite despite having a lot of breweries i mean most of their more iconic breweries only opened in the late 90s so they're still only in their like second generation of brewers despite the fact yeah. that they have like 150 almost 200 breweries uh and then you go to a city like i don't know i'm, I'm going to new orleans in two weeks and last time that i was in fun. new orleans there were like four there were like four breweries there and uh you know You're now there's like now. 15 yeah oh no yeah, I know. They're a little is it, slow. It, so, so I used to live in New Orleans. So mm -hmm. I, I try to go to New Orleans every year. So one of my favorites was uh, Brew Carré, which yep. is in the Marigny, um, off mm -hmm. of Frenchman Street. It's a fucking shotgun house. <laughs> tiny, yep. tiny S tap room. And you, and, the, and they've got a giant backyard. <laughs> That's what I loved about it. Yeah. But that, that bro. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 been... We could probably do another two hours with you, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait! I, I want to do I want to do this uh, brewery roulette thing one more time. So uh, okay, let's just go. Let's so, go to the so table. A number, I, I, a number. I, I, give me a number, Nigel. Give you a number. Um, Sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, let's go. Let's go. Fifteen twenty. Fifteen twenty was uh, ah. Uh, Zipline Brewing in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, um, they make really good beer. I really, I really enjoyed them. Uh, they were, um, they were on a so so something that I find myself doing in a lot of places, especially outside of the Northeast or you know, basically away from the coast, is I look at a map and I see where the breweries are, and I'm like. That looks walkable. I'll walk between them, not realizing yeah. there's like no sidewalks. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I'm, and, uh, yeah, and I'm and I'm wa I'm like walking through like you know knee high grass like yeah. on the side of a road, so I don't get yeah. hit by cars that are going 55 miles an hour. They're like 
five feet beside me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah don't do that. I, def- uh, I definitely did try. that on my <laughs> yeah. I definitely did that on my walk from backswing to zipline in on the west side of Lincoln, Nebraska yeah. on the on that trip. But Lincoln, Nebraska, uh surprisingly good beer scene. Um, great beer scene. Great beer scene. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I really fun, like fun, uh fun Cosmic Eye. Cosmic Eye was yeah, very good. Yes. Yeah. So fun fact about Zipline. The first mm-hmm. ever tap takeover they ever did was at the um did you did you ever go to Fringe when you came to Lee Summit? Oh yeah, so that was the original grains and taps. Oh okay. Back in back ten years ago, the first tap takeover zipline ever did there was that. Wait, it was there. The first can see the, the first original one. grains. Yes, huh. them yeah. them and Coop. That was the first time they came to Kansas City. I did that's not know a, that. That's a cool like uh, you know the the north and the south coming to uh, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> But awesome. and, and and the weird thing is now you don't hear anything about Coop or Zipline here. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a Zipline beer in Kansas City well, in last... years. Well, and in that's, and that's... Coop, Coop Coop was well. I know Coop's going through some things or whatever. You know they were. They but had that's big like plans. that's like one of those things in in the in like in New York we see like breweries that have like these big plans to launch here and they make a big splash and then they just kind of like. Yeah. dial back and you know obviously there's been a lot that's changed in the beer scene in the last two or three years and a lot yeah. of breweries are pulling back their distribution to focus more locally um but um it is really interesting to see how breweries kind of ebb and flow in terms of their their approach to beer and like yeah you know the, it, it's it's interesting to watch a place contract because that can actually be when they're at their most innovative because they're just trying to, you know, woo people locally instead of trying to just send their beer out into every market. Yeah. So speaking of locally, um, did you, when you were in town Mm -hmm. or the last few times, did you ever go to uh, city barrel? Uh, Yes, 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 absolutely. Yep. How, how about, do do you know about beer station? It's it's a great uh, it's I know it you know, believe it this is this is how this is how tuned in I am to the beer scene in Kansas City despite having spent probably about two weeks of my life there total. I know exactly what you're about to talk about. And yeah, and yeah, I I think that's a I think it's a really cool move on their part. So anyway, I'll let you I'll let you talk about it. You know what? I, I think it is because I, I know all I know the guys of both businesses, but and and, and as I as I know, well, well let's let's be clear. Say it. Beer station is buying City Barrel. No, City Barrel. City Barrel is buying beer. Beer station. Sorry, yeah, I got that back. You talking about 10, 10 years ago when there was no beer bars in Kansas City, and mm-hmm. uh, um, beer station was a th- it was a thing, right? So it's a great place. I to look, yeah, I got a, I got a bit verklempt about that going away. That was and surprising I, news for, the, for the there, area, and we were there on Black Friday. So we did our whole Black Friday, you know, uh, let's go get the new beers. We're like, let's go to beer station. I hadn't been there in a while. Took like 10 people. And then the news comes out. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and there's not, nothing against City Barrel. It was just, it was, it's such a, beer station was such a unique thing in Canada mm-hmm. City. There's nothing else like it. There's nothing else like it. So I'm I'm a bit, I'm a bit, uh, I'm a bit for Clint. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was at beer station the last time I was in KC, actually. Oh, were uh, you? I went there for a uh, for a forehands event that uh, Jeremy Danner Jeremy. was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, shout out to shout out to Jeremy. For, uh, 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 former guest. Former, 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 former guest. Former guest on the show. <laughs> that's, that's my dude. He, I love, uh, I love his, he was. We love him. He, uh, we forgive he was, he, he was by the way, the the ambassador they sent to uh, to New York City for the Boulevard launch back in you know like back when he was in his Boulevard days. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we had we had many memorable uh, memorable times or not so memorable times. <laughs> that dude has had, that dude has had a good beer career. He's um, had such a great beer career. And it's still going. No, 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 no. You got to you got to give respect no. to the Danner there. There's there's a guy that we're talking to right now that said no. Danner hasn't done with this motherfucker. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever. I'm sorry. Look, uh, look. He's he's the, had he has an sorry, incredible Danner. beer career for someone who's actually gotten paid by a brewery. <laughs> uh, but yeah. you know what? There we go. I mean, let's keep it real. You would do this for free. I mean. <laughs> I guess you're doing it for free. I'm <laughs> doing it for free. That's the thing. Yeah. You know what? We're 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 going. To, hey, what, well, that brings us to a point. What point? Everybody, go sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, because you know, tell I'm sure what. there's a little bit of revenue somewhere, right? Well, tell tell people where they can find you. Where can they get okay. the newsletter? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, brewyork.substack.com is is where you can find the newsletter. Uh, sign up for it if you want. Just read through it if you want. Um, I mean, sign up, folks. Give him, give him the numbers. Up, sign up. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Eventually, if if you have any interest in visiting New York City, you're eventually going to visit New York City, and and it's nice to have that newsletter in your inbox so you know what's going on on in the beer scene here when you do eventually come. But also, I write about you know the breweries I visit and the cities I go to. Yeah. So um, you'll you'll in two weeks you'll hear about my travels to. Um, I said I said New Orleans, but before I go to New Orleans, I'm going to Dayton, Ohio. Uh, which, oh, uh, wait, we've got a suggestion. Oh, 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 oh my God! Okay, awesome, awesome. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally I I'm grabbing I'm grabbing my pen. Yeah. I'm literally grabbing my pen to take notes. Ale, Ale Matic, Ale Matic. Go to Ale Matic. Okay. Yes, okay. it's right outside Dayton. Tell them we sent you. If you okay. if you go back by the bathrooms, there's a beers with Nigel sticker right there. I, li- I like that. I, I, I always well, look for stickers from my like podcasting friends by beer podcast. This friends. part of this is 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 we we decided to road trip this year. Yeah, to, we, to we drove to Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. so oh, we stopped. You, you passed it. And, well, and we we walk into Elmatic and we started in the, and they behind the bar. I know you guys. We met your beer on flow last year. Yeah, <laughs> and it's one of the owners. From Aomatic. Yeah. So, so the beautiful thing about, you know, all their beers are based off because obviously Aomatic, Aomatic, you know, NAS. Yep. They're, yep. they're one of the best flight boards ever. It's a fucking turntable. It's badass. Oh, that's great. Oh, and, Look, and all their I, beers. I, I try not to order off. flights, but I'm going to order a flight there. Absolutely. Just oh, to, no, no, you just need to, to order a flight. Picture, just to take the picture. Yeah. And then all their beers are either uh, hip hop, um, a titles or RME titles. Oh, that's so and their beers point. are fabulous. And it's in a weird shopping center, just like that shit in, in Fayetteville. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's it's a weird little and just like outside of town, kind of the suburbs. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a weird location, but it's a great and their, vibe. Their, their merch is fantastic. Oh, their merch is great. 
I, that's I, awesome. I, I, I would probably say that's the most merch I've ever bought at the brewery. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Ooh. I think we had a couple flights and a lot of merch. Yeah. That has me thinking. Uh, like, what's the brewery that I've bought the most merch from? Oh, hmm. yeah. Believe it or not, yeah, it's not even one local. Like, yeah, like I. So I did. So for my 2000 brewery, um, I did it during the pandemic. So I went alone and like joined all my friends on Zoom. Because for my thousandth brewery, all my friends flew into Austin, Texas, and we went to Jester. What? Yeah. What the That's fuck? awesome. Uh, yeah, which is that, amazing. Okay. Did, I, yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention that right. for my 2500th brewery, my friends flew in because I timed my 2500th brewery to be on my 40th birthday? Um, so when, when are you going to hit 3000? So this is a good question. Uh, probably next spring. Um, it's, it's getting closer and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to power through and try to get to 3000 before I, God, this is just going to make everyone even more jealous of me and make me sound like I'm, bagging <laughs> I'm, I'm not. my company grants me a sabbatical after 10 years of service. Oh. Uh, so I'm taking my sabbatical. What's that? Are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> we're always hiring i mean except that i was grandfathered in for the sabbatical and they don't have that obnoxious <laughs> skills yeah, um, i got soft skills yeah <laughs> so um i'm taking my sabbatical and uh, i'm taking it in late march and early april and going to new zealand and australia for hop harvest season and going to a fresh hop beer festival in what Wellington, New Zealand, and in Tasmania. Um, so I'm like, I I'm going to drink all the fresh hop beers. <laughs> You're just now hating him? Really? I've been hating him for the last two oh. like, like, I was holding off. Like, I'm not going to judge him too much. Bro, I knew. I knew but now, I, like at I, this point, when I told, yours. When I, told, when I told Chris, I was like, you need to be on the podcast. I'm like. There's gonna be a lot of hate. <laughs> so, how many of your friends can you get to meet you in New Zealand for your three thousand brewery? Exactly zero, which is why I'm probably gonna to try to do it before I go to New Zealand and Australia. Um, but like of the like iconic American breweries, it, like the question is like where where should I do it? And then the added challenge here is it's gonna be probably March if I do this. So I want to do it somewhere warm. And unfortunately, yeah. a lot of the like iconic breweries I haven't been to, like the more of the like standout ones, like I haven't been to Bell's. I haven't been to Toppling Goliath. Um, really? Three Floyd's doesn't have I a tap room. So I, like, I feel like it should be some obscure brewery. Like screw making it one of the one of the big ones. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw like I'm you need to number three thousand needs to be like some freaking I've, I've got I've got something rural area okay. that no, nobody's been to. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a, a brewery to go to. So shout okay. out to, to my to my boy Nick. Uh Spencer Iowa. Iowa the, Project. The Iowa Beer Project. Iowa Beer that Project. That dude is yes, he's killing it. He was a Kansas City guy. He was in in the ZZ Hops, a homebrew club. He's the only guy in the club that did not open a brewery here. He decided to go to Spencer, Iowa, up by Lake Okoboji. <laughs> and and he's he's yeah, and he's two years in and he's killing it. The only That's brewery awesome. up there. 
I yes. love I love the little like uh, the, the hidden gems, you know, like that's so like my two oh. thousandth my two thousandth was a place called uh, Blackwoods, which is in Marquette, Michigan, and uh, Black Rock. Sorry, Black Rock. Yeah. Um, and um, it, it's yeah, you know, it was it was like I was at Bury like nineteen ninety seven, and I was going yeah. up to the UP of Michigan, and I just asked everyone I'm like, "What's the best brewery up here?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, no, it's Black Rocks." So and I'm like, "Okay." fine uh um, my my, so. my my most my most random brewery ever is in eureka springs arkansas got a hold oh. everyone told me about them when no i didn't go and everyone in northwest arkansas told me about them when i was there and i'm like oh so oh. so so dave dave is dave was a brewer somewhere in new york dave and wendy that's who owned them you Bro, it's I, I remember, you, I remember. It's, it's a great town. It's a great little tiny town. It, it's an oasis in the in whatever northwest Arkansas would be. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. Yep. You could I could also I could drop that brewery. People, I could drop that brewery in Kansas City. They'd be top three all day. Oh, Dave. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. I had to look it up. Dave worked for Empire Brewing, which was um, yeah. Like yes. they were, they were kind of like one of the pioneers of beer in upstate New York. And yes. yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. David wow. Wendy. So, so fun, the fun fact before we wrap this up. So <laughs> David went, uh, Wendy's from Oklahoma or whatever. Long story short, they got hooked up. Their friends like, Oh, you got to go to Eureka Springs. Right. And mm -hmm. they went and they hung out Eureka Springs and the got a hold name. They said, Eureka Springs got a hold of us. That's how they got the name. <laughs> It's crazy. I love stories like that. I love stories it's, like it's, that. It's, it's, yeah, and it's literally that literally stupid. Um, not a big facility. They've got the biggest backyard ever. Um, stage, Adirondack chairs, a trail. It's they have like acres behind the brewery. It's beautiful. See, that's it's, the thing it, we don't have in New York. So yes, <laughs> yes, space. Yes, space is at a premium. So, yeah. So it's so look when you go to Eureka, you let me know. I'll come meet you. All right. Love yep. it. There's Love there's it. several there's several other really random places in Eureka that I, that I feel like he should let us plan his three thousandth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's gonna be here's the challenge. You're also going to have to get all my friends to agree to come meet me at my three thousand. Which we're on it. <laughs> How many friends are you talking about? Uh, we like uh, like seven or seven or eight. Oh, seven that's eight oh, we friends. got we got you. We're like we got Ju you. We're like Julie from the Love Boat cruise directors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, where can they where can people find you on social medias, man? Uh, so I'm on Instagram as a uh, brew underscore York. Uh, I'm on, I can't, this is the first time I've said this on a podcast. I'm on TikTok as brew York. I saw that. Oh, wow. Saw that. Yeah. Um, I'm so. Do you do little dances? Super quick. I don't do any dancing. <laughs> I promise you there's no dancing. There will never be any dancing on my TikTok, but don't say never. Uh, it has really, oh, yeah, you're right. Um, it, it, it's true. Get get a few beers of me, and there's a potential. Yeah. Well, uh, you, 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 you night beers, you never know what's going to happen. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like it really has helped me to focus on like the visual aspect of breweries too. And it's really right. fun to like, right. I'm, I feel like I'm looking at breweries through a new lens since I started TikTok because like, I'm looking Uh-oh. at what's really like pretty in the brewery, like what makes yeah. a good, like a uh, visual, like a video aspect. Of it. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, Substack is, is, is brewyork.substack.com. That's where you can find me. Cool. And also, right. uh, New York.com is still a destination. If you go to the brewery guide or the events calendar there, you can find everything that's going on in New York city and where to find the good breweries and beer bars. So it's, that's still there. <laughs> that's awesome. I, f- I feel like you're the type of guy. If, if somebody sent you a message, uh, you'd be like, yeah, go here. I feel like you'd yeah. be like, yeah. No, honestly, like, honestly, uh, if you find me on social media and you have questions about a beer city, and want recommendations, I will, I will happily make them. I love it. It's, it's like, I'm, I, someone, someone described me as the beer Sherpa. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like that's, uh, I mean, it's very true in New York. Like I love to like, like people who have like followed me on social media are just like, Hey, I'm coming to New York. Where should I go? I'm like, yeah. when are you in town? I'll even, I'll take you to a few breweries and tell you, you know, nice. like, the right That's places to drink and everything but like it's really just uh like i'm a i am happy to be a recommendation engine because like the Fair. reason i travel and do these things is so i can share experiences and stories and it's it's what i like to do so he's, um, he's such a liar because you're here no, for everyone no no you're you're doing that because you're, you're having a fight <laughs> i'm having a great time doing it but like but I'm like sorry. it's 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 meaningless if i can't actually like do something with it right like it fair, really is fair like, point. Like, i can, I can but, go oh, to like all 20 you're, you're still having Chris, you're still having a good time oh for sure no there's no <laughs> doubt about it you're just gonna like, hit I will 3, in a few months. yeah i mean just think yeah. about that for a second nigel just think about that in a few months he's gonna hit three thousand breweries i feel like i feel like we we, we, we can get chris as like a correspondent <laughs> yes <laughs> Senior brewery correspondent. This. <laughs> you're, you're, you've, there you you've been, you've been there's, made. There's my journalism you. background finally coming back to me. Yeah, yeah we're gonna, we're gonna. There's a whole thing. You like, and and look, our pay is just as shitty as what you're getting paid now. Well, not next. <laughs> if year. I'm going, if I'm going into the brewery trenches, I, I better have like one of those like, uh, you know, flak jackets and uh, and uh, helmets. We got you. <laughs> going into the brewery trenches. <laughs> you, you, you see the you see the brewery, a brewery shirt, you'll be fine. I'll <laughs> yeah, fine. Brother, appreciate it, man. It's been a great conversation. Thank you so much for having me. This I has know, been so I much fun. We a lot. We'll have to do it again because I'm sure once we get done here, we'll be like, uh, oh what, shit, this is like two hours. What long. the fuck? So um apparently you you can't hang up yet because you gotta so, hang out for a little bit after we uh oh, yeah. he's gotta yeah. listen to the upload situation. Yeah, so you're gonna have to call you're gonna hang out and talk a little bit more, but first gonna we're gonna tell you, Nigel, oh. did you know? That you can listen to the Beers with Nigel pod- podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can even do damn Alexers. Hey, hey, Alexa, mm. play that Beers with hey, Nigel hey, podcast. Hey, Alexa, let me holler at you. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know, he, we just talked about him dancing. I got to tell you this story. What's that? I didn't have the video going, but on an, on another podcast earlier today, I interviewed Santa Claus, and the, he danced. The actual Santa Claus. The actual Santa Claus, and he danced Where, from the North Pole. From the North Pole, he was came to visit. He flew down, came to visit me. He, he did. Look, 
Chris is like, the fuck. I got podcast game, Nigel. I know you do. Matter of fact, I got so much game, I can do this. You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff. Hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.